Okay. Take two. Asthma spray is had. <laughs> had a disastrous start to the podcast. We've had to start again. We did a great 25 minutes, then, I thought. <laughs> I felt like it, no. didn't <laughs> Oh, hopefully this is sorted out, so fingers crossed. Yeah, it's moving along now. I can see it moving. Oh, great. There we go. Great stuff. There We're we back. Go. Cheers. Let's do Let's cheers. Let's do cheers again. Cheers part two with half-drunk drinks now. There we go. Ooh, yeah. Got the JD. It's a Thursday night. It is. And ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to a milestone episode. It's RTM Wrestling episode one, two, five. <laughs> it took us ten minutes to remember that on the last one. I just went. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> Vuvuzelas. That's <laughs> what I think I was going for the Vuvuzela, but I can never remember that. Is oh. that what it sounded like? Did they just go? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, they were fucking annoying as shit. Uh, so how are you doing, guys? Welcome once again. I don't feel like we've got a lot to talk about this week, but... No, we've not. It'll be... But we um, never really do. It'll be fun. We'll just talk shit. So we've got AEW, which we watched last night. Uh, We tweeted about best wrestling travel locations. Where's the best place you've travelled to as far as uh, going to see a wrestling show is? And we've got a few. And we've got places we'd like to go. The old bucket list of... Oh, absolutely. Which, you know, will change with whatever fad we're into this week. (laughs) Um... So how are you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're alright. It's as good as it's ever going to get, really. At the moment. It's yeah. as good as it's going to get. If I'm alright and I've not took myself off to bed for a sulk, <laughs> then it's, we're doing okay. <laughs> <coughs> Which I, thought, I did the other day. Yeah. It's a good place to go and have a sulk. Just went and sulked. So like, go oh. and have a lie down, just compose your thoughts. I nearly went off and had a sulk before. Did when you? I saw a particular news headline. And you know I stay away from the news. Right. Right, and it said, and I nearly cried, I was that disappointed. Okay. It said that WWE are potentially going to restart touring in 2022. Oh, no. How heartbreaking is that? How long? We can't. How we heartbreaking is that? What are we going to do? Not go into the Manchester AO Arena, as it might be called now, yep. to watch a house show. <laughs> what the fuck are we going to do with our lives? You couldn't tough. pay me to be in a WWE building at the moment. So schmarky, innit? Now, I feel like I've just completely turned into one of those guys that we, do you know what we used to take the piss out of a little bit. Yeah, but we'll always... The thing is, we're like schmarky, but we're also... Bandwagony. No, what's the word? You've got to forgive me because my brain's been absolute shit. Um, what's the word? Easily led. Kind of, yeah. Hypocritical. Yes, massive hypocrite. <laughs> yes, I think that's what I'm going for. So if soon as WWE do something right, we'll be back oh, in. Oh, we'll be back. So, so it's you know it's. Well, I did fickle. watch. I think <laughs> fickle, yeah. Fickle. Well, wrestling yeah. fans, that's a that's a common term. So I feel like we are oh, the ficklest. But I did watch the um, Owens against Alistair Black. Uh, match and um, enjoyed myself quite a lot and I thought I'd actually finish the rest of the, the uh, show off I don't know which one it was was it Raw? I think so yeah it must have been yeah. Raw mustn't it um, I thought I'd actually finish the show off and then nah you know after like a match where Owens and Alistair Black are using weapons and ta- I'm sure it was like a tables they use a table see that's the thing I can't even remember it now <laughs> But as soon as they come after that, it's like, up next, we've got Miz TV with Mandy Rose. Nope. No, nope. sorry. Why are still doing Miz TV? Because yeah, I read the rating, you know, like when they do the grading on Bleacher oh, yeah, Report. Yeah. And even those guys were like, why is this still, why are we still doing this? Like, why is this happening? Like, it's shit. 
Yeah, it's. I think I think it's a very easy. It's like the KO show, like um, whatever Jericho, the highlight reel, you know, all those things. I think they were more talking about it as in like in recent weeks. Why is this Miss TV thing? Oh, okay, been? still a thing. Yeah, because it's. I don't know. Shit. It's a dead. E- it's a dead easy way of like f- furthering a story, isn't it? Yeah. And it's also a dead easy way to reintroduce somebody, which I think is what they did. Was it Lars Sullivan that they reintroduced that way? Oh, right. Right. I've got a real serious question for you. Okay. Is it offensive? No. Okay. What is the deal with Lars Sullivan? I don't know. Right. Because... This is he, why I was asking if it was an offensive He did, he did fuck all in, in NXT. Had a cup of coffee. Yeah. Went up to the main roster. Had a complete nervous breakdown. Yes. And went away for... A, well over a year, mm-hmm. has now come back to a flurry of internet shit because he's, you know, basically hitting on a yoga instructor that he paid, and she was like, "Oh, I'm going to give you your money back." He, I, I can't remember what else he said, but he said he said a couple of things on social media mm. that's just like, "What? Why? Why are they even fucking bothering oh, with no. him?" I, I don't really get it because I never really understood the hype with him in the first place. No, like, I just didn't. Re- I didn't really get it but i mean that happens a lot where i don't get it and someone goes on to be you know fucking champion champion of the world but yeah it's just um right. yeah sorry i just got a text off off work i don't think they got that other one oh right which i'll reply to in a moment um yeah i don't get it and he's and he's got all the (coughs) he's got all the fucking um just, just, just the bollocks that you don't need at the start of your career, mm. you know. And he's just talking shit online. Well, people, and all this people kind of get stuff. dumped for a lot less than, than, than that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about the, you know, him having, you know, mental health issues. But I just, I've, I've just always found him really. I don't know. It's just something not like his attitudes always seem to be sh- really shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, what's he messaging that yoga instructor for, like that? Okay. Phones away. No more distractions. Okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna, we are gonna get through this podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. Sorry I if you didn't notice. Oh, then need, we just I need my phone for the fucking notes. We've just had to pause again. Sort a bit of life admin out. Bit of life admin. Now we're back. Um. So yeah. So we move on from last Sullivan then. Mm-hmm. Like who? Like I, I. I mean, again, it's one of them things where you know you kind of think to yourself. I don't understand it, but there's obviously people who... Yeah, I'm sure. Because sure. the, the last thing I saw was like the thinking about doing him versus Strowman. Jesus. And it's like, well, that's what you're going to do if you want to you know, build your big guy. But I, feel, I do feel like Strowman's just like the whipping boy. Yeah. When he should be the main guy. I've never... Yeah. I mean, we could, we could talk all day if we're talking about shit we don't understand that WWE do. Fucking hell, yeah. Just a complete joke. Um, so yeah, so uh, agenda then. So we've got AEW, which we watched last night. Uh, wrestling travel locations, places you want to go, mm. places you have been. So we got some tweets on that, and also what we'll start with. Andy caved to spend in some money this week, didn't I? Because I've been talking about it for a while, and I finally got New Japan World, New Japan Pro Wrestling World, uh, which is their online kind of streaming thing. 
uh, which took me half an hour to figure out that you actually there's a button you can click that says English. So I'm there trying to look for Wrestle Kingdom in Japanese. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's no, that that's not it. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like such a such a, like, out the language. Such like an old like uncle. I felt like I was getting somewhere as well. I was like, oh, like Google know. Translate window in one, just copying and pasting I, it in. I, I wasn't even trying that. I wasn't even that savvy. I was just, I was just squinting like that was going to help. So you know, just oh, if I just look at it a bit harder, it might turn into English now. But yeah, they do have, have nicely have an English button that you can press to change it into English. I think it, it's cost me seven pound sixty something a month. Yeah, so it's That's like nine hundred ninety nine yen. So it's about seven pound odd. Uh, which is good to to sort of see translation wise because mm. we've we've been looking at a few things to potentially go in there when all this uh, calms down. Um, you know, you can get like sushi and stuff, and it was like two hundred, so that's probably yeah. about a pound, you know, one pound something, uh, which is quite cool. Um, but yeah, I've watched a few things, so I've obviously gone straight for Prince Debit <laughs> and watched a few of his uh, a few of his cool entrances. I watched live yesterday. Uh, the latest G1 uh, from from this year, which is apparently, according to a few people, uh, Ted as well. How are you doing, Ted? Who's kind of messaged me about it and guided me to some things. Um, I, 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 so, my brain's just gone I'm so, there. No, no, I was just, I was just motioning at you to stop tapping on the table. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You're drumming your fingers on the table. You look, you look like you, like I should be typing something. I know. I yeah, like, I, I figured it looked a little bit like I was playing the piano. Air it did. Piano. It did, and I greatly appreciate it's it. It's right, shit show, isn't oh, it? Christ. Do you know what the last podcast I named it shit show because we were all over the place. This one's even worse. I am really ill. I know you. So are. I know. That's there. You go. Um, but yeah, so Ted uh, was tweeting me back and forth and just let me know, saying like the G one this year is a little bit uh, meh compared to previous mm. years because of COVID. Um, so I've, I'm actually gonna start watching next, last year's. G1. So I watched the press conference just before we started the show. Uh, the lineup looks amazing. There's a lot of faces in there that I know already. Um, so it's cool to go into it knowing some people, uh, but not knowing all. Um, but I've watched a few things, like I watched a Wrestle Kingdom uh, one, I think 2017. Uh, I think we were both watching a bit of that, and then mm-hmm. it kind of, yep. you know, the, the the co-main events and the main event it crashed, and we couldn't, so we moved on to something else. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm really enjoying watching it because it's a different speed. Uh, everything's a lot more deliberate. The crowd are fantastic. You know, the, some of the random stuff that they clap for, like <laughs> no, in my, in my head, like, you know, the, you, you know it's cause it, so it's like a 20... I'm, I must be talking to people who you know already know all about it and it's just me and, and you that are kind of not too... But I've, I've watched it before but not really took interest, not really watched it. Um, but you know, like to to break the twenty count, you know, they roll in on seventeen. Mm. Uh, it, it, not every time, obviously, but in one scenario, and the crowd are clapping, like it's a real polite clap. You know, the, all the the sort of in ring submission stuff, and you know, the crowd are clapping for. And it's just a very, it just seems like a very polite but but um, engaged crowd. Yeah. Um, and the, the the noise they make when the when it's when it builds up. So it's like something that I've I've noticed from especially like the ace people um, or you know the your top guys is the 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 noise is crazy like the sheer level of noise like that Takahashi when he was I can't remember who he was against might be Naito um, but the the lev the noise that was coming from the crowd 
of just like the constant like when the, when they when they're sort of getting into it when they're getting into the maybe the finish um is is insane mm um, but they don't do that for because because if you were say like a massive young bucks fan, and you were just like you just you know were watching it for them, that there's not really you know they are definitely into them and and everything like that, but it's not the same um, as their own guys. So yeah. and I, and I like that. I like the fact that you know Omega's not just going to come out and get cheered out. The, well, he does. Omega's probably a bad example. Um, but like the young bucks and, mm. and that kind of stuff, you know, they're not in they're not in the main event. They're on the sec- the second on the card and and that kind of stuff. So the people that we would assume are like massive stars, yeah. you know, are big stars for them, but not they're like mid card guys, yeah, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, and I do like that, and I love as well like the entrances. So like the you know it starts off maybe like the the, the matches like the kickoff type matches come out round the side of the stage you know then the start of the show to the co-main event come out at the on the stage but at the sides and then the co-main event and main event come out through the middle and it's just such a little a little like um you know it might only be this one show that i've seen uh, the wrestle kingdom um it might only be just that but it's such a good little like thing to do in my yeah. opinion it just it, like it shows you like right this is the big match now like all, all those matches that like, we've had are great but these are the two you know this co-main event and main event this is the one you really need to be watching um so i like that i like quite a lot of it and it's one of them where you know there's there's fucking tons of content on that thing uh, for such a low price again like mm. you know you 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 pay for, for for the level of shit you get on that and the level of stuff that has English commentary as well. Not that I've actually watched anything with English commentary yet. I wonder if you will. I don't know if I will because I don't like Kevin Kelly. Right. <laughs> I really don't like Kevin Kelly. And it's nothing Kevin Kelly's done. Like, he's not like a dickhead or anything like that. But I just... Ah, it's just his voice. I can't, I can't deal with... I think I, I think I started one where it was like him and Rocky Romero doing something. Like a, maybe an ROH crossover show that I just clicked on for five minutes. And um, yeah, I was just like, no. Did, did we just take? I think it was the um, what are they called? The, the oh, God brain fart again. The young guys, like young lions or something like that. The the ones that are like the trainees, right? That come okay. out in the little black, the little black shorts. I think they were taking the piss out of some of them, which may be the way they do it anyway. Yeah. But I was just like, well, these guys, you know, you know, this this is where they all start. So what you what you're talking yeah, about, Kevin off. Kelly? Fuck you, back WWE backstager. That's all you've ever done. No, I'm joking, obviously. But yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited, and I, and I really want to go back and watch um, Wrestle Kingdoms. Like that's that's really the, the the reason why I got it is because I wanted to watch properly old Wrestle Kingdoms in the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. Um, but the the amount of shit that's on there, like it's overwhelming. Like just how much there is, and like. Like tomorrow at half ten in the morning, our time is the next G one, and that's live. So refreshing that in it. Yeah, just wa- just watching it on like a normal time. Like I mean, at normal time, like you know, bit of, bit of graps with your with your breakfast wraps. Um, <laughs> but the you know, it, it's just it's just great, and like it, I mean, the user interface and all that kind of stuff isn't the best, but. I don't need it to be. I don't need it to be like advertising to me every five minutes. Mm. I just want to be able to click on it and watch what I want to watch. 
Um, so it is dead refreshing. I think refreshing is the word because even watching AEW last night, I could tell the difference straight away. Yeah. And it was like the pure speed of it, like it's. It's like watching New Japan on fast forward, isn't it? Yeah. Because everything is so deliberate, and everything has a chance to percolate and all that stuff, and it's just very considered. That's why you know we were saying on the last one that like Zack Saber Junior is perfect for their audience because of the style of wrestling he does. Mm. Like it's it's ideal really. And maybe Daniel Bryan was really popular as well. You know, like that old school submission yeah. wrestling. That's you know, it can be it can be fast, but it can also be like a lot of test of strength yeah, type yeah. shit and you know, getting into human pretzels and yeah, yeah. all that crap. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> Which I think is fair enough, because like, because I have watched like quite a few matches on it now, and there is a lot of submission grappling, but I've but I haven't been bored. Mm. Whereas you know when Zack Saber Junior was in the Cruiserweight Classic, there was nobody more boring to me than him, mm. and you know that line, the line that we always say to take the piss out of him, like it's more one with us from England, you know, talking about Harry Potter is like, mate, you're supposed to be going out there punching a guy talking about Harry Potter for like but the, what I've seen of him so far has been super hard hitting a bit like you know because he's playing a he's playing a heel role mm. so a bit of a knobhead and there's there's none of that dweeby kind of because the, the, the new the, the, the Cruiserweight Classic stuff that we saw him doing there was a lot of submission wrestling yeah. and it was like that was all he was kind of known for that's mm. what they were. That's what they were putting across. Yeah, and Daniel Bryan kind of putting him over as well as being like this great submission wrestler. But that's all they had him doing. But he can obviously do more things. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say. I, I don't think I could ever call myself a fan of his. Just like I could never genuinely call myself a fan of the Young Bucks, even though I, gen- I do think they're the best tag team in the world. Um, but you can't be a fan of. I mean, even being the elite, like you know, you're cringing every now and again, aren't you? Yeah. You know, yeah, they are a bit cringe, aren't they? Oh Jesus! <sighs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, before we start uh, ripping them further, um, so yeah, I mean, that's that's what kind of sparks the um, best places you you've seen wrestling. Yes, in, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do you want to go through AW? Yeah, let's do it. Do you have anything to say on WWE? No. I haven't really I'm I'm watched to, anything. No, I've, I've, I've watched nothing. Either. So I've, I've been following the news and everything, and you know it's admirable, like what they're doing with Alexa Bliss and the Fiend. Oh that's yeah, kind of no, fun. I saw that. Yeah, that's that kind of cool. fun. Um, yeah. But honestly, like I'm it's, I, I'm not that bothered at the minute. I will be. I think this yeah. is always a really shit time, and it gets better at Royal Rumble usually until WrestleMania. You've got like a really nice sweet spot with WWE where they're getting ready for Mania and they're setting up mm. all the matches. But then I'm, I'm always a bit out at this time of year, especially when it goes into Christmas. The amount of times when we were doing the podcast, you know, back when we were in Charlton. Yeah. And I, I remember not watching it for a couple of weeks at a time. We just, you know, at Christmas time, like December yeah. time and November time, we're just like not asked at all. No. So I just think it's a bit... And, and considering that it was really bad then, you know, they are still doing quite a lot of stuff now, more so than what they were doing then yeah. at this time of year. It really was winding down and everyone was on holiday. Yeah. Like yeah. there was these like periods of time where like for two weeks that person was gone and then that yeah, person yeah. was gone. It was like they were on like shifts to go away. 
Um, so I think they're probably doing the, the quality is a lot higher than it was, but still just. It's, I'm not really asked about any of the pay-per-views until no. Rumble, so nothing, no rivalry. All the rivalries at the moment seem a little bit like they're not going anywhere. Yeah. It's like, well, if you're not going to take this all the way through to next year, it's going to be over for Christmas so you can set up new shit for Rumble. So yeah. I just can't get that invested. I think that's what the problem is for no, me. No, I can't either. And Like you said about the, you know, if you're not going to take it through... That's my instant reaction to WWE, thing, WWE things is like, oh, they're too quick to stop a rivalry, they're too quick to do this, too quick to do that. But then on the flip side, I'm like looking at it and thinking, why the fuck is Orton still going against McIntyre? Oh, yeah. And he lost twice. I know, well, I'm like that. I, I completely yeah. contradict myself all the time. Because yeah. then I see a really tired rivalry that's going on for ages, and I'm like, fucking hell. But tired after one match. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's the problem. I think I yeah. think it's just one of them things where, like, I think it would be good to just, you know, a, tri- a trial separation. Absolutely. You know. Conscious uncoupling with WWE, just for a little while. Just for a bit. Yeah. I mean, hey, NXT, I'll be back as soon as you get rid of that fucking glass. Oh, yeah. I'll be back. Fuck I, too, right? You know, I can't even bring myself to watch Balor against O'Reilly on mute at the moment. So, that's what does it for me. Uh, so yeah, AEW first anniversary show. Yes. No opening, which was surprising. No. It just went. It just got straight to it. There yeah. was no like. And I, I did feel bad for them that when they did do a big montage package of the last year, the sound cut off, or at least it did for us on Fight TV. Yeah. And that was it. That was the only. That, that was, was the, the only, only kind of special did. thing they did, and there was no. It was just on mute. Watching all yeah. the highlights of the last year with no sound, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I thought there'd be a few of them yeah, as the too. night went on where they'd like relive a moment or something. Uh, but no, it was just like a really straightforward show. They just kind of nodded to it a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't I, I, It wasn't quite as... I mean, it was weird because when, when we kind of talked about it afterwards, it was like, oh, that didn't really feel like a one-year anniversary kind of special. Uh, it felt like there wasn't really too much going on and then kind of went well I'm gone but there was this 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 and this which we'll obviously get into yeah it's just you know if, if WWE had put on that level of a show and it was like an anniversary show we'd probably go yeah it was a really good show but because that's a normal AEW show yes where they're just like well they're always going to get it's not like getting judged harshly but I think you kind of Again, you and I are fuckers for our imagination getting the better of us and like, oh, wonder if they managed to get get Pac over and he's going to be like a surprise person. Yeah. He's going to have to do something big. Something big is going to happen. And I think we just need to chill out. That's yeah. always my problem with everything. And that's why we end up staying up and watching WWE because I end up getting excited going, oh, who's going to be the one coming back? And it's Ember Moon, and, I, and it's fucking two o'clock in the morning yeah, on a but, Sunday, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" But that that's on us because what was the alternative? Bo Dallas. And that, and we still stayed up to see who the fuck that was. I mean, I I fell asleep, but we still stayed up to see who that was. True. And it could have been either Ember Moon or Bo Dallas. Yep, I know. So, I was intrigued. I was. I know. I don't know why, but I, I like a bit of mystery. I love a twist. And I like a surprise, but like a proper surprise. Yeah. And you very rarely get them in wrestling, unfortunately. I just need to. I need to let it go. Yeah, I think just just a part of it is just watch it and just see what happens. 
Because that's the, I think that's the thing. When you watch something new, it kind of just happens. Mm-hmm. So, and then when you've watched it for a bit, you start trying to guess where they're going with it. Absolutely, yeah. And more often than not with AEW, I'm really wrong. Not that I like where they've gone with it, but like I'm really wrong with where they've gone, mm. which is a good thing in itself. Yeah. Um, but where WWE, you know, as soon as Xavier Woods turns back on TV, they beat Shinsuke and Cesaro and the tag team champions. Yeah. Oh, no. I know. Fair enough, guys, fair enough. Oh, Shinsuke. What could have been? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we start off in the ring straight away, FTR versus Best Friends. Go ahead. At no point did I think Best Friends were winning this. And it's sad that, because the these title matches, I understand why they're doing them this quickly. Um, but I feel like when, when we first started watching AW, like, you know, was it two or three months ago now or something like that, there was a lot of the champions aren't on the show mm-hmm. and the building the challengers, which I really liked. Now, because of the way things have kind of gone, because you've had, um, you know, you've had Fighter Fest, you've had special, you, you've had people moving around, you've had the, the ratings kind of war, even though there's no war. You know, they're just winning, so it, it doesn't really matter. I feel like they're putting the champions on the show a lot more than they were. Because mm. I think they've probably seen, like, the Cody TNT title thing and gone, oh, okay, well, yeah, well, we can have a super show where we put all the belts on the line. And that's great, but I think what what you lose then is a sense of jeopardy for the actual champion and that you know any any wrestling kind of company I think that's the case but as much as you know best friends have kind of gone through the mill a bit and they've beat um, uh, Santana Ortiz in that street that car park parking lot sorry car park park fight Um, (laughs) I had no at no point did I think they were winning it no nor did I even when they hit the finisher I was like no no. No. I, I, yeah, I agree. I didn't think they were going to win it. No. I thought it was a great match, though. Um, the only, I have one issue. Okay. One major issue. Oh, it's a major issue. I'm going to get well, over. Do yes, top up? I'll have a top up, please. And it's not, it's not, it's not a major issue. It's oh, just, it's do spill. But it's like the only thing that I thought was shit about the match was the finish. And it wasn't the fact that, you know, he hit him, hit him with a belt. It weren't the fact that, you know, it was a cheap finish. It wasn't how it was set up. It was the fucking ref. You go back and watch what the referee does, right? The ref doesn't have a clue where he is to start with. Because, like, from the hard cam kind of viewpoint, it looked like he was kind of ducking from the belt. And I was like, what? Why would the ref, like, duck, duck out the way of the belt and then count? <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense. But then when it went to like the side view, it's like the ref, like so they sort of run into the corner, he swings it, and then the ref kind of sees what he's doing. Thank you very much. Quite Cheers. Right. Sees what he's doing, and then sort of drops to the floor, as if to say, like, I don't know, I'm looking into this far too much. <laughs> but it's just the, it's these type of things that I can't get over. They, they just drive me nuts. Yeah. Because they're dead easy to fix. Just have a clear thing that you're going to do at the end with the fucking ref. So he so he, he kind of go. He, he's got the belt on the side and he goes to swing it, 
and the ref knowing that he's not either close enough or or he's not in the right position maybe to not see the swing just hits the deck oh, yeah. and then I was he, wondering what you talk about he hits, him, he hits him in the face and then the ref pops back up again counting and I was like hang on ref you've just ducked out of the way of him th- swinging a bell and you're still going to count but obviously obviously you don't and obviously nobody says anything um <laughs> But what the fuck? That's literally my note. What the fuck was the ref doing? Pissing about. What was he doing? Pissing around. Get a grip. <laughs> Get a grip of yourself. Um, so obviously during that match, they break somebody's game machine. Oh yeah. And they come out and blast, blast them for it. Are you how how happy are you with this Miro shit at the moment? I don't know, really. It's, it's all been a bit damp. He's, he's sort of come in at a really dubious... In a really dubious position. That doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. Because if you're coming in and... You, you know, the gimmick's fun and everything. You're know, like the best man thing. And he's coming in and... Doing his, like, wild yeah, shit. Yeah. But I feel like if you're going to come and call yourself the best man... You come at a bit of a higher level. And you interrupt. Yeah. And you, you kind of, like mess up the day for someone who's a bit more important. Yeah. If you're the best man. I don't know, that's like a that's a very finickety thing for me. But yeah. he kind of just is if it feels like they're chucking him in just to use him. And he's not really got any any story. And I think you can always suss out what they're doing with everybody. Mm. But I can't suss out what the fucking plan is with him. Yeah, because it was the whole thing was he's the best man. He's Stingy's best man. Yeah. He's Kip's best man for the wedding. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to have happened by now. Yeah, and he'll have turned on him or something like that. You I mean, know. that's where it's going, isn't it? Yeah. You'd think runs off with Penelope. Oh, fuck you know, me. all, I mean, that, that, all that kind of shit might happen. Um, but it was a lot better showing in ring than the last time, which I didn't think was as bad as everybody was kind of saying it um, from a Miro point of view. Everybody else was fucking all over the place. Well, Joey, Joey Janela was like fucking pissed or something in that match. Um, it was a bit of a mess, but I didn't. I remember when I watched it, it wasn't. It, I don't know. It didn't seem like that bad. And then no. when it was on Botchamania, it looked horrendous. It just shows you the power of editing mm. and when you're out of the, the the whole mood of the of the show if that makes sense because yeah. while you're in it you forgive a lot of stuff sometimes yeah because you you know you're quite invested and you just want to see what someone's doing yeah and then when you take it out of the context you're like oh <coughs> actually quality wise that was that was pretty that was pretty pretty cool. dire yeah everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong yeah yeah definitely and it, it's, it's one of them where because i do like miro a lot mm. um but it, it's like well yeah where where is 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 it's a tough thing of like where are these guys gonna fit in type situation, because um, I like the whole Twitcher gamer thing, I liked it you know you break my shit best friend because that's the thing now they're gonna challenge best friends so there's the you know two ma- two matches in uh-huh. as a tag team they're going against best friends, so that there's your you know ruining the day of somebody a bit higher up the pecking order yeah I suppose so um, but yeah it. it, it I, I just think Where's he's really it? funny. He's like a really funny, funny dude, and and I think they could have played a little bit more on how funny he is. Yeah. And they've not really gone there yet. I think it's tough to go there with a guy his size. Mm. Like, because because you're instantly going to be imposing. Yeah, you instantly you know think when you look at him, he's like, oh, he's your next like big champion, maybe. 
Yeah. But, you know, the comedy side of things is, is tough because I don't feel like those comedic characters get a lot of stuff. No, I suppose. So he's going to have to do something, you know, funny in the in the realms of being a giant kind of badass. Um, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be interested to see what happens. Yeah, I hope they do, like, use him properly and it just gets a little bit more momentum going. Yeah. It's just been a little bit piecemeal approach of using him at the moment he's not i do feel like he's been chucked on there whereas i feel like everybody else has got something that's been months in the planning yeah yeah and i feel like they've got him and he's like appeared Mm. when he could and then it's like right shit great let's let's do this 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 and this and they're just trying to suss it out could be totally fucking wrong but that's how it looks yeah well they've probably got like a, a six month plan for him like they have for everybody else but it's just like this is the start Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're seeing the start of it where they where they're not trying to take up too much TV time, they're not trying to ram him down your throat straight away because it is a thing where you know, I I I I do think we're at that point now where the X WWE guys need to stop, mm-hmm. like they need to stop signing people. Like there's nobody else. I mean, the fact that Zack Ryder turned up like a few weeks ago, I was like, oh great, Zack Ryder's there. But now I'm like, where would you put Zack Ryder? Yeah. And I know his contract's kind of, and you know, he's he's not called Zack Ryder, he's called Matt Cardona. Um, but that maybe proves my point, is that I'm calling him Zack Ryder. You know, a lot of people will be looking, you know, like kids, you know, teenagers, that kind of thing. It's like, oh, Rusev's on AEW, let's watch it for that. You know, and he's still shouting at people, mm-hmm. you know, in Bulgarian, if that's what it is. If I'm being massively ignorant, I apologise. But, you know, he's still, he's still doing the similar sort of character. Um just with a different hair colour. So it's a, it's a little bit like you know how can he how can he dis, how can he you know take take away from that because you're still using the same finisher as well yeah. which is why JR got in not in trouble but got again a volley of tweets because he called it the accolade. And it's like well well he's not <laughs> doing anything that he wasn't doing in WWE so you have to kind of forgive him for that. Because obviously he's been watching that, as they all will do. So it's hard because like Brody Lee, for all the all the poo flinging I do towards Brody Lee's direction, at least he's doing something different where he is talking, mm-hmm. you know, and he is kind of trying, you know, not entirely, but trying to portray a different character. He's not being, he's not coming and then starting his own Wyatt family. Yeah. You know, he's come into the Dark Order where they all talk and it's a very funny kind of comedy-esque group, even though with him at the helm it's a bit more imposing. But, you know, all the stuff on Being the Elite, it's it's comedy. You know, when when um, uh, Silver and... Oh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but his tag team partner, were announced for the Fatal 4-Way, they go up and try and hug FTR... It's, it's those little things like it's mm. a different it's a different thing they're doing something different like Moxley to some degree is doing something different he's not Ambrose yeah. he's not he's, he is still a version I think he is I think he is very similar he's Ambrose with a title yeah so he's so he's he's, he's the man he's not just walking around you know licking his lips yeah. you know he's doing decent promos he's doing decent matches he's not just like you know, acting crazy. The lunatic fringe. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's that's the difference. They need to est- they need to establish himself. Like Zack Ryder or, or Matt Cardona can't come in and be doing the Long Island symbol. Like it's got to be a different thing. Yes. 
because um, you've got people like Sean Spears who I think is the finished product and yet they're not using him and they might be doing a thing with him and Scorpio Sky which would be great I think that would be a great rivalry because they're both similar levels where they've not really you know on dark they're going on massive long winning streaks mm. but they're not really doing anything with them outside of it um, so Spears versus Scorpio Sky would be a really good little rivalry that I would like to see on Dynamite every week that I would like to see um, I'd like to see uh, having a bit of time maybe on a pay-per-view because Dark's great and I did go back and watch the Avalon uh, Cutler match hilarious <laughs> uh, draw let's go again put it on Put it on uh, All Out or what is it Not Full Gear is the next one sorry uh, put it on Full Gear kick-off show definitely um, but yeah, you've got a. I think you've, if you if you're coming from WWE, I think if you're doing the same shtick, you are the WWE guy. If you do something completely different, then you become an AEW guy. Because I think Jericho now for me is an AEW guy, and I know he's the same. He's the same thing, Jericho, but he's not like it's not completely the same. He's coming up with his with new catchphrases. You know, he's not turned up and started saying, you know, here's the list. I know he, he had a few weeks of the lexicon, which was just funny. But, you know, it's not the list. He's not Y2J. He's not, you know, all that kind of stuff. He's come up with a few different things to give it a different face. So his AEW work would stand out away from the WWE work. That's that's kind of what I what I would want. Yeah. If somebody was coming over and you were going to sign them, you change the gimmick completely. Mm. Like, still have little hints of it there, but you want them to do something that completely... You know, puts because I don't think they've for me. I don't know I'm I'm, ra- I'm rabbling a little bit. Here. I don't think they've pushed. They have done with Kip Sabian, but I don't think they've pushed Romero the fact that he's a Twitch streamer enough. If that's worth, if that's because that's obviously the angle they want to go on because they're stood there playing an arcade machine. Mm. So they want to say he's a gamer. His finisher is now called Game Over. Why not advertise his Twitch stream like Kip Sabian was doing? Why not say? he's here because we allow people why don't we lean a little bit more heavily on that mm. the fact that he is a gamer and he's a twitch streamer i just yeah i just don't know i think it's all just a bit it's it, very new i mean i think it's it is quite early days i suppose but we'll see yeah so other than i've got next archer and mox brawl backstage oh yeah that was it was all right it was fine. It's, it's an enjoyable thing so your money moment of the evening and you know exactly what I'm going to say I do know what you're going to say so take it away is it MJF and Jericho organising the state dinner for next week oh my god it's fantastic isn't it it's fr- do you know what I said to you didn't I it's like Jericho's living out his favourite movies and there's something when they were doing that the state dinner thing I was like I've seen this not exactly word for word it's like but I've seen this he's, he's got this from some old film I think batteries yeah Honestly, this podcast. Fuck you know. Fuck me. We've had a right mare. Twenty twenty. Had a right bloody mare. <coughs> yeah, twenty twenty was a podcast. It'd be this one. <laughs> but um, oh, it was just. I love them two together. Um, it's it's almost too good. You almost think, oh, you know, spread the spread the love and the skills around. Because you two together, it's like, it's like having Ben and Jerry's caramel core. It's just. It's, it's fucking delicious, but it's too much. Do you know what I mean? Isn't that pretty much what MJF said? 
like you don't have the two. Jesus Christ almighty. It's a fucking nightmare. Isn't that pretty much what MGF said? He was like, you know, we've we've not we've not been physical because you don't you don't put the best people together and all that kind of (laughs) stuff. When it comes to talking and funny and humour, that's that's the shit, isn't it? Oh absolutely. Because I, I, you know, you know from listening to this how what a, you know, what I think about MJF. I think he's a finished product. Mm-hmm. Like right now, you know, his, his in ring stuff doesn't have to be ridiculous. Yeah. It just has to be on point. Whereas that mouth is going to make so much money, and not in the way that instantly I thought of when I said that mouth. Um, Fortunate phrasing. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just, oh god! I mean, where they're going with that? They're obviously going to have a match at some at some point. Oh he, yeah! He finally says, "Can I join the inner circle?" <laughs> yeah. And then they kind of replaced it with, "Do you want Do you want to touch my hair? Do you want me to touch your hair?" Or oh, it's just brilliant. funny as fuck. And then the whole like, "I'll take you out for a steak dinner" type thing, and them accepting it like they were accepting a, a like. <laughs> Like, it's that like same, signing a contract. Yeah, there was so much like, um, what was the word when you like you? Oh, I can't think of the word. Like there were so many things in that whole promo that was like your cheesy, over the top wrestling type promo. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not just talking about when he said like, "Oh, I need to get my smile back." No, that's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> which yeah, is which you is know crazy. an obvious reference, but it was dead funny. But that that's basically, you know, when you've got a crowd there and you're going to set up a match that night, that's exactly the way it goes. Absolutely. Oh, you want it? You want it? Does everybody else want it? And all that. <laughs> I was just pissing myself all the way through it. Me too. But what the fuck are they going to do with that? God knows. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's obviously going to culminate in a match, I would say, sooner rather than later, because you can't sustain Like, it's such a, a top, like, high level of intensity. Potentially, yeah. yeah. It's so intense quickly that I just don't know whether they can carry They might. I mean, they can, but I, d- I don't know if they should carry it on for much longer. I forgot about Sammy's jacket. Oh, yeah. It's like four sizes too big for him. <laughs> and he's just gesticulating with all the way through with his arms. Fl- flappy sleeves. It was great. It was it was so, oh, so brilliant. good. But like, I, can't even, I can't even imagine what... what the- yeah, because movie-wise, I, I think that might be where they'll take the dinner... Like, they'll just be saying, like, loads of lines to each other. Oh, God, I just... It'll just be great. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Um, okay. Should we move on? Yes. Britt Baker promo. And the oh, wax yeah. Tony Schiavone. Yeah, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? It was a bit weird. Yeah, well, she's... I mean, she's she's coming back. It's been a slog, hasn't it? Fuck, yeah, fucking hell, it's been a slog. Uh, yes, yeah, just it's, it's good. Just it's been a long time coming. Come on now, Brit. There's only so many little promo type jobbies you can possibly do in the ring now, Brit. Come yeah, on, off you pop, love. I do feel like that she is one of their main women wrestlers. Yeah, because obviously she gets all that time anyway, and I do think the rest of it is suffering for it. But we'll get we'll get onto that maybe. Mm-hmm. In a bit, um, Orange Cassidy against Blonde Cody again. Strange, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, for the TNA title, I did like the ending actually. The ending's fantastic. Yeah, I really like the ending. I thought it was a good match, all in all. I was entertained. 
Yeah. Bravo. Bravo. Thank you. Oh, very much. Thank you for the entertainment. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Um, yeah, I thought the ending was great. Kept Orange strong. We knew that the belt wasn't going to change when Cody won it back last week. Mm. So there was only there was only a couple of things they could have done that didn't make Orange Cassidy just look like he was just jobbing for the night, pretty yeah. much. Well, that's kind of what I've put down here. I've put, and I think it was you that coined this was WWE cynicism. Because we were kind of talking about it before the match started. Like, well, C- Cassidy's got to win this because he can't take another clean loss mm. after the Jericho feud. So what are they going to do? And it didn't even come into either of our heads that it's going to be a stuffy finish. No. Until we saw the Dark Order at the ringside. And I was like, they're never stood there. So they're obviously there for a reason. But then their, their bit was really weird because they tried to get involved and just instantly got ejected without really doing anything. Mm. Um, it was only afterwards when one of them had the belt in their hand trying to hit, you know, it was just all a bit a bit strange. Yeah. And you've got Darby Allen in the crowd watching on who's going to face the winner at full gear. It's like a load of red herrings, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like how many people are going for this fucking belt? I mean, that's... You know, the, it's doing a hazard goes, perception test when you're driving. Click when you see a hazard. It's just fucking, it's just evil Uno just pops up. Like, <laughs> it's fucking chompers. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I I really liked the ending. I thought because as soon as they got ejected, I thought, oh fuck, here we go. Cassidy's back to taking a another clean defeat here. Mm. Um, but the roll up, one, two, and the bell goes, and the shoulders are still down. Yeah, it was so great. So he would have won with the mousetrap. Is is good. Yeah. And I did like all the intro bit as well of like him because I saw the tweet from uh, Cody said I'm going to make make this that guy do a collar and elbow tile. <laughs> um which I thought was good. Um but yeah, I just don't uh I think that you saying that WWE cynicism is like really true. It's like we're not giving them the benefit of the doubt Mm-mm. a bit like when you go into a WWE match you're like oh here we go this is what's going to happen yeah and then it's and then it's even worse than that yeah well that's that if you can believe it it always yeah. ends up worse doesn't it uh, but then in this case it was it made it made it better so absolutely so then we had the um the fatal four way announcement for the tag team uh kind of match to who who goes against FTR at full gear mm-hmm. um, and Young Bucks just kicked everyone yeah what do you think genuinely of it heel Bucks Shit. because a lot of sorry because <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I saw a lot a lot of like oh this is great a heel, not feeling it heel Bucks are great it's like Bailey it's like watching Bailey be heel I just like I don't buy it yeah it don't I, work I like it until they open their mouths yeah well the whole point of being a heel you've got to be able to sound like one to me yeah. That's anyone can act like a bad guy, but if you open your mouth and it's not convincing, it's a fail. Just for me, not to anyone else, but for me, that's like 101. You've got to be able to sound like a badass. And they just don't. They just don't. They don't even like, they don't even look like they good, believe good, it. Good, wholesome boys. They are. They just don't even look like they believe themselves when they're even doing shit. Feel like they're about to laugh. Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like they act more heelish on that being the elite. Like that, that's better than what they've put on Dynamite. Yeah. Like recently, because there's been a lot of just like them opening the door and kicking, and then smashing Savonier's phone for some reason. 
Um, but they're act. Don't you think though that their heel bit is just acting like two kids? Yeah. Just acting like petulant teenagers. Yeah, but but that's not. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not great, is it? It's not. It's not imposing. No. And you don't have. I I don't like watch them as heels and go. Oh dear, here they come. The badasses. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) They're not. They're no Lance Archer, are they? Really? No, and it doesn't. He's not not even a heel. It's just about like it's about so many things that it just don't work for me. No, I'm with you. They're natural baby faces for life. Yeah. And to that's, me. Yeah, definitely. They, they are John Cena trying to put on a... Yeah. Putting on some ruthless, ruthless aggression. <laughs> um, right. Big Swole against Shida. I don't even really remember this. Sorry. No. I know I watched it, but I don't remember it very much. No, I, I don't really remember that moment-wise, because there was a few botches that we were kind of going, oh, my, yeah, I'm you kind of said at the time, it looks like they've just thrown this together. Yeah. It's not like they've really kind of put any thought into it. Um, I think it's starting to get to the point where my kind of argument for them not really having that greater a women's offering at the moment is starting to uh, kind of weigh line now. Because my, my whole thing has been, Britt Baker's obviously the, the top woman in the division. Mm-hmm. She's been getting tons of time, even though she's injured. Which only leaves one, maybe, segment for yeah the, t- the champion. Or one, one women's segment, because there's two. There's kind of two on the show anyway. And whether or not that's a, a thing that they should change, you know, is, is, is neither here nor there. But she's taking up one segment with those promos, with... Because um, I thought her and Big Swole's stuff was great. Mm. It was absolutely oh, top. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I thought all that was, was good work. Um, so my thing has been, like, you know, COVID and that, because obviously quite a few of their female roster is from Japan. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're really struggling. Now it feels like they've got a few more since then, and they've signed a few more since then. Like, Thunder Rosa apparently has gone back. So it was only, like, a short-term kind of loan thing. Um, it, it's tough because the you know the whole like Britt Baker and and Swole thing's been great, but then you watch something else like Thunder Rosa against that Eve Elise, and she's smacking her for real because she's not selling. Mm. And there's all this, there's all that kind of shit that you think by the time you get to a a nationally te- televised product that that's gone. Yeah, that sort of petulance, that sort of like. You know why aren't you fucking selling my move? So I'm gonna punch you in the face for real. That so there, that makes the other one clam up even more and go, well, fuck you then. I'm not selling shit of yours now. If you're gonna really hit me like that, you know it's all, all just a bit stupid. You've got um, Nyla Rose like doing bikini shot, bikini cover shots with Vicky Guerrero, <laughs> which is hilarious to. No, for, I know, but it is. It's degree. just ridiculous. But where's the native beast gone? Like she, I don't, I don't feel like she's been on dynamite for weeks. No, not at all. Like, cause she should be doing a Lance Archer stick. She should be wrecking house. Yeah. Should be putting her in handicap matches. You know, against like fucking Evil East and the other one. I know they, cause those two won the tag team thing. Mm. Uh, Evil East and Diamante won the tag team tournament. And they've not been on the show since. I think, oh, the last time they were on the show is was getting beat off uh, Thunder Rosa and Sheeda. So There's nothing exciting about the women's division. No, not at all. At all. 
it's it's really not exciting in any way. I forget they've even got women on. Yeah. Would you put that down to the the talent they've got no. or the time they get? Time they get. Definitely the time they get. There's no real it don't it just there doesn't seem to be any investment in anyone apart from Britt Baker yeah. who they've actually made effort with while she's been injured like she's been on TV pretty much every week. Yeah. But what's the point when no one gives a shit who her opponent's going to be because you've not built anybody else up. You know, Big Swole has been built up to some degree, I think. I think she's probably had, like, the next biggest opportunity Mm. to show herself, I would say, even above the champ. Yep, absolutely. So I would be, you know, like, and obviously Swole and Baker have had that thing before, so that's kind of something I'm interested in. But I don't know, the rest, it's all just a bit meh. It's all just... There's the, the investment isn't there and they've got a lot of the, obviously the signed WWE people they're trying to make their own stars on the men's side and they've got a lot of people and I just don't I just think women are a bit of an afterthought and you've got the big emphasis on the fact that they're positioning themselves against WWE in particular as we take our tag team super seriously yeah. so your tag teams need to get a lot of time on the show to yeah. prove that point and then you've got people like Miro and you've got to use them all. Mm-hmm. And the women, they've not got a star that's come no. from another company. You know, like Sasha Banks aren't turned up. <coughs> and in which no. case, they'd have to make time for Sasha Banks because she's a star. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody's come in with that imposing uh, background and that fame and that level of fandom that they brought with them mm. that have forced them to give them time because yeah. they, because all the women are obviously you know have been well known either on the indies or in respected respective other companies or whether they're in New Japan or wherever not New Japan obviously but um <laughs> the, the, whatever they've got over there um what's it called uh, I think um, Stardom's the main Stardom. one. But I've not looked into it enough. Yeah, so so they've come over from like a, a Japanese like wrestling company that's massive. They've just not brought anybody over who is this dominating huge star. Yeah. The biggest star they might potentially get is Renee Young as a woman. And that's not for another 18 months. Not for another 18 months and she's going to be doing interviews and shit. So, so she's obviously not getting in the fucking yeah. ring. But like that's I think that's where the problem is. They've got to make use of these people who have paid for and potentially have stole some fans off WWE. Yeah. Got to give them time to yeah. justify it. But the women haven't got the same. No. And and that's why their, their division's suffering because I don't think there's any consequences to them about not giving them enough, as much of a push or as much no. time because I don't think they're going to lose any people at the moment. No, absolutely. And the whole thing as well is like not everybody watches Dark no. So dark, there's tons of women's matches on it. Brandy Rhodes is having a match every week. You know, there's absolutely tons, but the quality's not there. Like, you've got Sheeda versus Swole, who is your, your women's title match. That, and I know people botch spots, and we even said during, during the, um, while we were watching it, mm. if, the, if the guys do this, they don't get as much of a, you know, the guys get more of a free ride with botches, it feels oh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whereas when the women do it, it's like all the women are shit. Yeah, this is why women's wrestling shit. Yeah. And it's, but it is it's it is going to, we, we said this at the start when it was the, you know, they were doing the big kind of give divas a chance stuff. Mm. 
it's going to take a long time for women's wrestling, on the whole, to catch up. It's probably a really bad expression, that, isn't it? On the whole. Um, <laughs> I don't even notice that until you point out. I just, as soon as I said hilarious. it, as soon as so, yeah. I said it, I was like, oh. Putting you kind about 10 years, but hilarious. I know. I'm joking. See, I just make it worse for myself. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it is, as, as a collective, it's going to take a while for the quality to be shit hot across the board. Yeah. And I, I see I don't I don't care about the qual the, so the, the quality of things. For me, you can't you can't fuck up. When you when you like that there and that and that's you know, it's it, and I think it's unfair. But I think if you're if you're AW or WWE and the you know full well that the only match that's going to be on a pay-per-view or a big show is a title match. You can't fuck up in that match at all. You can't. You can't botch a, a move. So, like, I don't need to see them taking risks to, to potentially botch something. Mm. Like, I don't need them trying to do a spinning DDT off the top rope when somebody handsprings and fucking it up. I don't need to see it. Because the problem is, there was something in the corner that I thought they recovered really well of, um, where Swole was trying to put her in the corner and trying to do something, and then she tr- thought it was a different move, and then they were kind of like just stood there for a minute. Mm. It's that that can't happen. Like, botching a move is one thing, because people botch moves every show. Yeah. The men botch moves every show. It's the standing around looking at each other is if you don't know what to do next. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing that gets me frustrated. And it's not frustrated with them and going, oh, well, fuck them, don't put them on the card. But this is... I don't know. I, I feel like there's got to be a bit of a... Do you remember that like NXT fire that they had? Where it was like Bailey and Sasha and fucking Charlotte and Becky Lynch. And there was just like, right, we're going to fucking show you all that we're better than you. Like, it's not just that women should have a place on the card. It's yeah. that we should be the fucking card because you're shit. Like, that that kind of, you know, I'm going to put tons of effort into it. We're going to do loads of crazy shit and we're going to get it all right. And we're not going to botch a single fucking thing. Yeah. And they didn't. And those two matches that Bailey and Sasha had back to back were fucking amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. But I feel like that came from... Maybe, you know, Triple H or somebody saying to him, like, come on now. Don't just accept that this is your lot. Mm. Try try and push it a bit. So if you're put on a main show on Dynamite and you're in the women's title match, you've got to do something to me. You've got to do something to put yourself there and to be like, right, I'm going to do something mentally that is easy to pull off, yeah. but... Gets a bit of traction, creates the gif moment. You know, I'm going to jump on, I'm going to put a sheeder on the table on the outside, and I'm going to springboard on her mm-hmm. fr- from the ring to the outside, and we're, and it's going to be fine because I can do it. Because of course they can do it. Yeah. Because it's the little things that they're botching, like communication and that kind of stuff. Like they can obviously do it, but that's where I feel like it's a tough sell, and it makes me think that in in every company, the kind of um, told they can't they're told they can't do it like you can't go that far Mm. because the NXT version of the women's division at that time they were doing all sorts of shit 
you know, fucking yeah. reverse Huracanana from the top rope is the is the the main moment we all remember. There's none of that. There's none of that. Actually, we're going to show you why we deserve a place here. Yeah. There's a lot of missed kicks and missed punches and weak arm drags and mistimed suplexes and all that kind of stuff that makes it look like you are just throwing somebody a bone because I, we know that this is not the case but if somebody said to me so let's let's take some massive female wrestling hating person guy right chris jericho <laughs> well according to chris jericho's dad he's putting the women talent over is he but look, is he now? Is he? But you, sh- you show Chris Jericho that match, and he will say to you, "Why is that on the show?" Yeah. And the problem is, is the botching the fucking move. So, it, so he's got a point. Mm-hmm. But Sheeda's a big enough star in my eyes to keep that going. Swole's got a charisma for days. It shouldn't be the case. I've got to say that first, um, I want to say the first pay-per-view, you know, when they had more of the Japanese yeah. wrestlers in, was thoroughly entertaining on Brilliant. the women's side. Like, it was dead exciting. Like, that was really exciting. You know, the, the guy, the girl dressed as Freddie Mercury, you know, like, the one who, like, looks like a really young Real. girl. Yeah, yeah, like, she... And it was, it was so much fun. It, it was, was like so a, it engaging. It was like a six-woman six tag match, wasn't it? It, it was just brilliant. Yeah. Like, and, and I remember thinking, "Shit, this is great. This feels like I'm at a, a rest, a proper wrestling show." Yeah. Like when it comes to the women's wrestling, like it, it's it's interesting. You know, like the the moves are polished. Everything's hard, <coughs> really hard hitting. Yep. Which you which miss. we know that's their style. That's their style, but like that's what I think a lot of women's wrestling misses out on: really hard hitting shit. Mutually hard hitting yeah, shit, yeah. Um, but yeah, just they, they've not. They've, I, I do, I do stand by my point of. I think if they had a more famous woman there, it would all get better and everyone would elevate because they'd have to. But I just mm. don't think there's any sort of um, incentive for any of the women to put on a better show right now. Whereas if they signed, say, Shayna Baszler and she came over. They'd know she was going to get on the show every week in all the main spots. So they'd yeah. all try a ton, tons harder to make themselves stand out and be worthy of being alongside her. Yeah. And at the moment, I just don't think... Because even, you know, if you if you put Britt Baker in that role, because she's obviously, you know, very, very well liked and they see her as, like, their top woman. Yeah. Even she's not been there to everyone to pull the socks up. Like wrestling, no. So it's all just felt a bit damp and a bit meh. And you have got people like, like you say, like Nyla Rose. You know, she should be a monster, but she is pissing about on dark every now and again. Yeah. And she's got the Vicky Guerrero thing, and the top is them in their bikinis. So it's kind of turned them into a bit of a joke. To- I totally so, agree. So it's like you, you can't. You've got to have a really as if every wrestling show. You've got to have. You know, for want of a better phrase, you've got to have the man in every category that yeah. makes everybody better. And they've just, like I said, they've not even got Brit, who is clearly their their man, the one that they like the best. Absolutely. Because that, cause to me, the, the, they're hitting it out of the park with every other division. And it just doesn't... I'm not too sure why... Like, I, I personally can... The only thing I can put my finger on is... Um, is the COVID thing because those those early shows 
where the where there was tons of women on the show, a lot of them Japanese. Yeah. They were they were great. It was a great. It was, it was like fun. There, there was loads of spots mm. and loads and everybody got loads of time. You know, they weren't five minute matches, and I do feel like they, what what they've said to themselves a little bit, and they probably wouldn't admit it. Is that because of COVID? Because even in, I know we watched five minutes of that after show with Tony Chavonier, where he said, yeah. oh, "Oh, after COVID, Rio will be back," and I think a lot of that, a lot of, oh, we'll just we'll just keep going, we'll just keep going until COVID, and then we'll then we'll start doing all that again. Um, I just uh, yeah, it's it's one of them where it, it is. Um, it's just a little bit of an afterthought, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're doing too much and they're trying to hang the hat on being, you know, they, they want to be the best wrestling show, full stop, but particularly they, they really, really have to give tag teams tons of time because of how they've positioned themselves mm. as being this pretty much like a saviour of the tag teams. If that company won't take you seriously, this is where, this is the home of tag team wrestling. We've got yeah. the best ones in the world. The best two tag teams, arguably, in the world are here. So they've got to have the tag teams put on a show every single week where you can watch Raw and SmackDown and you might see one tag team match between them some weeks because they don't really give a shit. shit. They don't care. So if they're pushing the women, which is... So you can say that, like, single men's wrestling is always the number one. Mm. So for both companies, that's the number one. And for WWE because they got so much pressure from Give Divas a Chance, and then they had all of, you know, the four horsewomen, you know, like, made some noise, and then the Becky Lynch thing that went, you know, as viral yeah, as, outside as, as of as wrestling it as it can go. Absolutely. They, they, their priority is men, women, tags. And then AEW is men, tags, women. Yeah. And WWE get criticised for how shit the tag team division is, and I think AEW are potentially always going to get criticised for how shit the women are because I don't see that priority changing at all. It might get better and it will get better because it can only get better when more people can come and Britt Baker's back. It can only get better from this point. It can't get any worse or any less, any more underwhelming. Um, but I think it will always be the second show with regards to if you're just comparing the two, WWE and AEW, I don't think it's going to be as good as WWE when it comes to women's wrestling. No. It does feel like men's singles, women's tag teams, whereas AEW, I think... I just said. You've been texting, you're not listening. I I, I I just just said that. I just said... I was just reaffirming. (laughs) Honestly. Do you? Yeah, yeah. All right. I've been listening. I thought you were saying it like you you, you scored with it. No, no. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the, the whole kind of let's wait for COVID and let's wait for everybody to come back. I don't. I don't feel that can. You, they, they need criticising now. Whereas the last, the last month, I've kind of been like, well, you know, there's this, there's that. Like they do need criticising now because when you've put title matches on, when you've put. Uh, two two champions like Thunder Rosa and Sheeda and the tag match wasn't great. Like it's all just been a, not great. It's not been particularly um, eventful mm-hmm. apart from outside of the Britt Baker stuff. And the and Britt Baker's character is one that I don't like when it comes to women's wrestling, where she's nah, just a just, diva, just a bitchy diva. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, well, you know, it's one it. of them. It's been one there, them. been there, done that. Literally got the t-shirt. Literally. 
literally got the, the hoodie. T-shirt. Um, <coughs> so main event I time. I needed that cough for ages. Oh, well done. Sorry, everyone. Get it out. Get, well, I'm coughing every other word, so don't worry. Uh, main event. Moxley and Archer. No disqualification. Eddie Kingston on commentary with the Lucha Bros. Archer changes his theme. Oh, yeah. Weird. That was weird, wasn't it? Because our theme song's great. Yeah. Isn't that funny when that happens and it really jars you? Because that was a good, like, you know, a couple of minutes into the match. We're still talking. I wonder why. It's like, it's amazing how much of an impact music has and how much it throws you off when it changes. Especially when it goes from good to bad. Yeah. You know, sometimes you get a really marked improvement and it's like, oh my God, that song was great. But then you are still talking about it while the match is going on. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's such a big deal. Um... Yeah, it was a good match, and I, I, I mean, it's for me, it's remembered for Eddie Kingston at the end. Totally, I, I again, I think is is Mouth's money as well. hundred oh, percent. I think he's great. Like they've got so many, so many guys that can really put a segment over. Yeah. Like so many, like him, MJF, Spears did a promo about Scorpio Sky that I thought was great. Mm. Um. There's, there's so many that can talk. I mean, Britt Baker, great promo Absolutely, as well. Absolutely, yeah. You know, there's so many that can talk. Do, do you know what I think they would really... And it's tough, It's tough really, because I, I don't think they should have a second show. And I think it was asked of Chevalier as well. He said, you, oh, you said last week you thought they should. See, I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth now, because... The, the second show, I think, would right a lot of wrongs. Yeah. But they have only got one champion, and I don't want him, like one main champion. And I don't want it to, to get to a position where it's like Raw and SmackDown, where it's totally diluted, mm. and everything's just a little bit off. I think what they need to do, and I, and I commend them for what they're doing with Dark, because they are giving a lot of people a run out, and a lot of the people that have gone from jobbers... That was a strange noise, wasn't it? It's like somebody's phone, but like... At the end of the road, like <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they, they've got a lot of jobbers on there, like you know, taking pinfalls for the guys they can't get on Dynamite, like mm. Sean Spears, like Scorpio Sky, you know, that kind of thing. But I do think they should start using Dark as an extension of Dynamite, where it's a little bit more story based. Because I know, like yeah. Will, Will Hobbs has come from that now, mm. you know, and he got on Dynamite in a decent sort of kind of spot. You know, he's, he's, he's 0 and 5 when he goes into that battle royal, and then two weeks later he's like 4 and 5. He's like, oh, okay, fair enough, yeah, fair enough. Um, but there's a lot of here's a run out for yeah. such and such. Um, and it's a pretty inc- inconsequential match. I mean, the matches are always close. Like, they're never squash matches. Mm. You know who's going to win, but they're never squash matches. But I do think if they want, if they want that, because Dynamite's a free thing on YouTube. And it never gets over sort of two, three hundred thousand views. Um, so the paid, technically the paid, um, you know, cable show is getting more views, which you, which you would expect, really, because uh, it's it's got the the higher quality things on mm. it. But you know, if if there's a week where Jericho's not on the show, he should be on dark, yeah. doing something on dark to further, you know, a rivalry. They should, they should, I think they should start using Dark a bit more like that rather than having like 11 matches on it and making sure everybody on the roster's got a match in some way. Mm. You know, that's commendable. But I do think that the, the one the one show that they've got, the one two-hour show, there's too much to pack in. 
Like they've got the tag teams they need to pack in. They've got Kingston they need to pack in. They've got fucking MGF. They've got Jericho. They've got uh, Moxley. You know they've got Miro. They've got uh, yeah, there's, every there's not, champion. There's not enough room for everyone. Omega. You know the Young Bucks. Like literally, you know, you could rotate them all for a month and be like, you're you're actually guys, you're only going to be on one show a month, mm. which is why, like, to start with, when we were watching it, there was only really Cody defending the TNT Championship that he was on it every week, but all the other champions were kind of not there. Yeah, they would do maybe a, a promo and then it would just be a match to build up the next challenger mm. and that kind of thing. Um, which is why you know Penelope Ford got so many showings, and then now has kind of suddenly come the valet you know, again. Yeah, completely gone off the gone off mm. the radar again. Which you know again, standard wide's not good enough. So that's probably why. Um, but yeah, it does it does feel like a very claustrophobic kind of show, which is why they do the as soon as the dynamite credits intro credits finish there's two teams in the ring straight away yeah but they're getting decent time you know so they're not rushing the matches mm. but i feel like they're rushing the the overall kind of presentation it's just like bang, so bang, 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 many bang, bang, fucking bang. people there's so many yeah. and it's like it's it gets to a point where the ones you forget and go oh fuck yeah darby allen they're not like little yeah. bit part players it's no. like oh shit no he's a leading guy as well and yeah. i forget he's there and then he's sat in the audience you go oh shit yeah what the fuck are you doing with him what 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 yeah. what's going on now i've lost track of what he's doing is he doing anything yeah do you, know, do you know what I mean? It's that shit. And then, of course, you have got people like poor Sean Spears, yeah, yeah. who has done a fuck-all for ages. Since that Cody rivalry. Crazy. Like, it's Which was great. And, and, then, and then it comes back to, it's little wonder why the women's division is suffering. Because yeah. I think, like you're right, I think they're just so top-heavy with people who aren't just ones that you would have on every third show yeah. you want them on every week yeah, because yeah. they're a big deal and you want to keep them interested and keep mm-hmm. hold of them yeah i don't know i mean when they were um when they were doing the like live shows of a crowd they weren't doing like house shows were the aw or um, were they i don't know I don't think so. Like no. touring round and doing like the WWE thing. I don't think so. I think they were just doing like the the Dynamite show mm-hmm. because then they let people go off and do what they need to oh, do elsewhere. Yeah. Okay. So they were still they were still um, you know they were still doing indie bookings and that kind of thing, which I think that's what more of what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They want to let people work, say Tuesday, Wednesday, and then go home. Yeah. Or go and do what else you want to do for for you know go and be in fucking fuzzy, go and do your you know your internet show. It, it, I think it will get. I think everything will get better when it all starts up again because mm. you can even if someone's contracted, you know you can do the whole on loan thing to you know whatever Billy Corgan's company. Well, that's what um oh uh, NWA yeah now, yeah um but but that uh, that's what Brody Lee said about. AW is like one of the major, you know, selling points for signing with AW was they said I could go and do some New Japan shit, mm. and that would be great. I mean that crossover stuff. I mean we talked we've talked about this like the last couple of weeks. Um, it benefits them so much, yeah. but the, that's the thing now. They we we are looking at a really weird time because if that's their mo and that's what they want people to do and they're going to actively encourage it, 
at the moment no one can go anywhere so you kind of want to use them all so that they're yeah. getting paid yeah totally so you want to pay them because they're not working anywhere else yeah so and we keep saying when's pack gonna turn up and it's like well what would pack even be doing well f- fuck knows because pack was like at the top i know you know he was he was fa- he was beat he beat, beat omega on the what was it the first second pay-per-view i don't know beat omega you know, and then we're saying like, because obviously they've got that tournament. Like they've got a lot of like, you know, the, the, the tournament that they're going on for who's going to face um, Moxley or whoever is the champ at full gear. Mm. He's got a rivalry going with Kingston at the moment, so that feels like a bit of a a wasted kind of tournament. Because surely the Eddie Kingston thing is going to come round again. And I know like when I mean, Lucha Brothers are facing each other in the first round, which is just mental to me. <laughs> But, you know, it's because they want to do Hangman Page against Omega in the final. Forgot um, about Hangman Page. Well, yeah, yeah. Forgot about him. There's, there's, I mean, there's there's a lot of people on there. You know, Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara. <laughs> you know, like, I don't think uh, Ortiz and um, Santana have had any, any tag team matches on Dynamite for a little bit. Right. Maybe they have. I don't know. You've got MGF, you've got Orange Cassidy. You know, there's a lot of names there that you need to put in the show somewhere. You got best friends, you know. Mm. You got Lucha Bros. You got FTR. You got Butcher and the Blade. Now, who are a great, great tag team. Yeah. There's a lot of people that you kind of look at and you think, why are you there, Hybrid Two? Why are you there, five of the ten members of the Dark Order? Yeah. You know, just little things like that. That's that's the problem when you start getting to this stage and you've only got one TV show. Mm is you start looking at some of them and go, why are you actually there? You know, are you just there to have matches on Dark? Or are you there to actually... Because yeah. I thought they would do more with Anna Jay. Because mm. Anna Jay and Brandy Rhodes had a bit of a rivalry where she choked her out, and then that's not really come about again. Well, there's like one women's match on, and then they didn't have the fucking champ on for weeks and weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, she's had a bit of a... Because of the swole... Yeah. yeah, so it's like... They're, they're really, you know, you're talking about one and a half. God, I was to say slots then. It's just, I just keep coming up with these. Hey, it's only you that's thinking that. I know, I, I, know. Said, I would have said slots. There's only one and a half axe wounds to go around. Oh, exactly. There you go. Well, there I've, isn't I've there. The, you've got the, the Brit Baker bit, <laughs> which is your half, and you've got one match. Yeah. And that's it. One and a half segments yeah. to the three and a half for the rest of the show. So there's like five segments. You, know. you can't give them any more. No, definitely you not. Can't, like, it's not like the... Not if they're bo- going like... to botch the fucking title <laughs> match. If you're going to be that harsh... Because like if Cody versus Orange Cassidy was shit, you'd say, cut them. Oh, yeah. you're, not, you're not going to be on the show because it's mm-hmm. shit. I want the good stuff on the show. You guys practice for a couple of weeks, then we'll put you on. Yeah. It's a, it's a conundrum. I bet it's a fucking logistical nightmare at oh, the moment. Yeah. Because they do... Because perhaps they did envisage a lot of talent to be coming and going and loaning them out to different places, you know, even if they're under contracts, they've got like a gentleman's agreement, maybe they'll pop up here, there, everywhere. Um, but like they are like, um, AEW's their main, main one that they're contracted to. So they just do guest appearances in other places. And now they're just stuck with them all. Yeah. And they've got absolutely. to use them all. And it's like, and, and they want to use them all. Yeah, they do. They absolutely want to use everybody. But you can't, you've, you know, in a two-hour show where you've got... I mean, you know, they're, they're using the picture-in-picture picture strategically because they need to. Yeah. Yeah, that's helpful, you know. isn't it? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's definitely a, a tough sell at the moment because you can see why the women aren't getting as much time as they need to because they're not mm. they're not producing. 
Like nobody's producing. Like Britt Baker's producing in the, as far as the promo goes. I did think the Britt Baker swole dentist surgery match was was great. Yeah. You know, even though she wasn't still cleared, so there was only certain things they could do. Um, the first thing we saw, pay per view wise, where it was Sheeda against. Um, Nyla Rose, I thought was a great match. Mm. I was like, oh, top. And then we didn't see her again for three weeks. It's crazy. It's just crazy. There's just not enough time. There's not enough time for everybody. And they've made some, as I said, I've said like fucking about 20 times now, but it's like they have made some massive signings on the tag team and the men's side that they've got to use. Yeah, yeah. And they haven't done that with the women, or else they'd be having to do it with the women as well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they will. Maybe, maybe because I do think that that's the only division that could do with a WWE signing, but a decent one. Who would you pick if you could have any? I mean, I did say Shayna Baszler because um, I think really she'd well. fit. Like she'd be, she'd just get on with it, and it would be like she was always at AEW. Do you think Shayna Baszler's a big enough star though? No, not really. No. Not really. I think if you were going to be, it's it's hard because you know none of them would go. So it's hard to even. Well, you never know. It's hard to even discuss it, I suppose. But let's say, let's say, in an you know, in an ideal world, who's your number one female pick? You can have anybody, and they will come because you've offered them enough money to do so. It's got to be. Well, I'll let you pick. Um, I need to think about it. Because I, I think of one straight away. You think of Becky Lynch? No. No. Charlotte Flair straight away. Well, yes. Like Be- Becky Lynch is big, but the man thing is a moment. Charlotte's got a certain surname that's. Ch- Charlotte would be amazing because I all the, what I was trying to go through in my head is I think you've got to get someone who can talk and deliver something killer on their arrival. And mm. I was trying to think of who could deliver the most like killer. I'm here, and and I think maybe Becky Charlotte Lynch probably would Charlotte would be the best yeah that. yeah I mean, those those guys would bring so many fans it would be insane the problem with Charlotte Flair though is you know she won't be able to use the name Charlotte Flair no so she'd have to be called something else yeah so then that takes a little bit of the edge off because she can't use the Flair name she calls herself Charlotte everybody does yeah I mean would, would she be able to use Charlotte Cause, cause, what's the real name? Is that I real? don't know. I don't even know if that's a real name. Well, it might be. I don't think it is, actually. Ashley's a real name. Ashley, yeah. yeah. I remember from the WrestleMania where um, Flair does the Hall of Fame. She'd be Ashley. She'd just come and be Ashley. Yeah. No surname. No surname, Ashley. But, but you know, could... I mean, that's the thing. Like, does she... Has she been savvy enough to, to, to secure the rights to that surname? Because a few of them do. Yeah, but... maybe. I mean, you just don't know, do you? I mean, it would be it would be great for the the women's division would just elevate. Everybody would get yeah. better, and the, it would just they just don't have anything pushing them at the moment. And they know there's only one match no. per show, so it's like, well, I think they need like a bit of a coach in there. Yeah, that's got like a bit of a locker room leader. Mm. That is that is literally getting them all together and going right. The one they let go from um, NXT. Just get her in. Oh yeah, well yeah, the the actual trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. an actual trainer person who yeah. puts on absolute puts Ridiculous together matches, amazing yeah. matches because she must have been a big part of. Oh well, definitely. The reason why you know, like. Well, that's why they Sasha all came out on Twitter. Bailey had. 
well yeah like it's i think they need some they need i know what you mean they need a locker room leader in the form of like a wrestler who's like yeah. like the undertaker everyone says the undertaker's the even though he's not he's just like he's a just nice dead, guy he's just dead quiet <laughs> keeps like, everybody grounded <laughs> because of his pure size they're like what should we do well you can do this and that's it he's just dead quiet with it funny but funny. I, I think they need somebody in there because obviously like the the NXT the best the best women's division I've ever seen is the NXT women's division when it was Charlotte Bailey yeah. Becky um, and Sasha, Sasha Banks because there was plenty more as well it weren't just them mm. you know there was plenty more so they were obviously because obviously they were all mates and they all got on and all that kind of stuff they must have been looking at each other and going this is shit like why. <coughs> You know why? Why is and I know they weren't really real mates with Alexa. If you can believe all the, is it real? Is it not? Kind of arguing, but like, why the fuck's Alexa coming out like a fucking pixie? This is pathetic. Yeah. Like we need to. We need to. They need an Eddie Kingston in there to fucking, you know, some South Bronx fucking. Yeah. You know. They need an Eddie Kingston. Yeah, to just shake them all up. Slap, slap the blade in the face and be like, "Where's your wife?" <laughs> <laughs> Wife's pissing around with fucking, what's his name, the Apple guy. So I can't even remember him. God, well, our brains are fucking oh, terrible. Oh, oh, Marshall, uh, oh, Marshall. I'm there. I'm nearly there. But yeah, like Dustin Rhodes as well. Where's he been? There's no, there's, there's no, no room. room. <laughs> there's no room. room. It's like it's almost like. Um, I think that's the problem with signing so many people so quick. Yeah. Is that you people who got you there to start with and put... Because, like, the first pay-per-view where it was, like, Cody against Dustin was in a fantastic match. Mm. You know, they're both covered in blood. They do the hug at the end. It's brilliant. Like, Mo- Moxley's introduction was, like, great. Yeah. Because he was like, right, Moxley's now here. So it's one person. But then the tidal wave... Well, not the tidal wave because, it's you know, there's not that many... But I, I do feel like the f- the few that they've done in the last couple of months, like your your Cardona's, your Miro's, you know, fucking Matt Seidel even, all these people are just going to be like, f- would be to flesh out the roster if you were doing live shows. Mm. But there's no live shows. So it's like, are you going to give maybe Matt Cardona a huge contract? Because he would demand a huge contract, I would I would assume. Are you going to give him that contract to go on dark every week? Probably not. Yeah, there's there's, so. there's no room. There's just no room for any. There's no room for anyone. The only room they've got, as I say, is for a woman who elevates everyone. But but that's it. Don't don't yeah. sign anyone else. Fucking hell. And it's got to be uh, some of the looking at. Because yeah. because Ke- Omega did something recently saying that he thought New Japan should, and he said to him should have started a women's division. Mm. But that just seems to be the way they do it, mm. where they split. It. But you know, New Japan's obviously the massive one, and then everybody else is kind of big. Yeah. But Stardom's big. Yeah. You know, so it's not like it's not like it's detrimental that the split. But New, I mean, because the, the the sheer amount of female fans in New Japan, like Floats when when you're it. watching it, like surely they would enjoy a couple of female matches as well. But then you say, well, who who misses Who'd you out? Get rid of it. Well, yeah. you get you back yourself into a corner, and that's. That I, I do think AEW is always gonna it, women's wrestling is always gonna be the bottom of the pecking order for them, while they've got FTR and the Young Bucks. Mm. While those two are there, tag teams, as I say, have to have a massive outing every week. Yeah. To 
establish them as like the the fucking place the place of the tag teams. Yeah, but I like that because I really like tag team wrestling. Me too. Yeah. Me too. But then there's always going to be something that'll yes yeah, so needs was, a bit of a pickup. Yeah, there's th- there's all there's three se- three <coughs> lots of people. Yeah, and you if you've got one show a week, someone's someone's getting ignored. Yeah, and WWE has fucking two shows a week for the main roster, and they still oh, fuck got, up got, there. They've got more than two. Their tag yeah, teams yeah. are still shit. Do you know what I mean? Like they're they're crap. They don't they, they 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 couldn't give a shit. You know, Vince doesn't like tag team wrestling. Hence the. Oh no, that was the Intercontinental belt that yeah. Jericho said on it. No, but one, he, gives, he's, no he's one gives a fuck about the Intercontinental title. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You can hear him saying it as well. Yeah. But as a whole then, so obviously we've not said that Moxley retains. Yes. Um, roll up. I know it's to protect Archer, but, you know. Like. Ah, crap. And then, and then for some reason, like, uh, I think it was Phoenix hits him with a chair. And he just does fuck all about it. He just got up straight away and just kind of like left. It's like no archer. You should be going mad there. Like why? Why is he hit it? Why did Phoenix? I don't feel think he was supposed to hit him with a chair. Right. I think I think he was supposed he was supposed to get in the ring and then Archer go. No. Okay. I'll leave you to it. But the fact that he hit him with a chair, you know, you think Archer being the wrecking machine that he is mm. would just take all three of them out just straight away. Um, so I think that was a bit of a mistake. Because he was kind of looking at him as if to say, I'll remember that. Because <laughs> I'll be seeing you at some point in these next six months. And you're going through the ceiling. Because <laughs> he would do as well, Phoenix. Um, if it was him. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. It, yeah, yeah, it was him that hit him. Um, but yeah, no, I, I did really enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoyed myself watching it. It was fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked the silly... You know the MGF like stupid, oh, perfect like comedy. Because I said one? yes, please, yeah. Because I said to you at the time, like when we were watching it, I was like, "This is fucking stupid." <laughs> okay. Like, but but in such but in such a great way. Like he's there, you know. He's 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 pretending. You know that's how good he is. He's pretending to stumble over his words. Hello. You know, and he's just like. You know, oh, I'll get my smile back. No, that's dumb. <laughs> you oh, know, I was just great. laughing all the way through it. And Jericho just kind of let him go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jericho played it really straight, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It was brilliant. How the fuck they're not pissing themselves when they're doing it? I've got no <laughs> idea. No, that fucking would be. But can you imagine that? Oh, I've got more merch. Did I say that on the last show? I've got more merch. Some more AEW merch coming. Did, yeah. Lucha Bros top and the Jericho 31 that they did. Yeah, I don't think you said last week actually what you'd got. I don't think you said the Jericho thing. No, I think you might have said the Lucha, Lucha Bros one. Yeah. Because you got to get some Jericho merch. But the problem with Jericho merch, it all, it all looks like your weird uncle would wear it. <laughs> You know, he tends to plaster his fucking face on him though. And he looks yeah, mental. but it's but it's like the worst picture. It's like it's like literally some like interns just copied and pasted it out of clip art. If anyone remembers clip art, yeah. um, it's Don't like a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but I saw something recently where it was like somebody who did like artwork for. for I can't remember what it was. Was that the one he shared on his Instagram? Yes, it was, and it was awful. It was really, nothing really like bad. Yeah, I remember that. I was and I like... looked at a few of the others, and I was like, "Oh my god, this guy cannot draw." But yeah, <laughs> balls, balls to you know to, to do that. Jericho share anything that's that's complimentary. Compliment someone putting him over. Here's the thing for you. So we Jericho tends to, I think, 
in the past deal with criticism really well. Yeah. And he kind of says, well, yeah, I'll shut up. That kind of thing. Recently, he seems to be really salty. He seems to be getting a little bit more a little bit more argumentative, like the whole Cornette thing where he like deleted the tweet and mm. and all that kind of stuff. Do you think he's getting a little bit grumpy old man? Yeah, because obviously, like the, th- the his thirtieth anniversary show didn't get the million viewers that he thought it was going to, because he was kind of egging towards that. Hence, why he didn't he's not called himself like the million viewer man again. No. Um, I don't know. Yeah, he yeah. has he has been kind of getting a little bit more. Defensive, yeah. and defensive. Just, just like there's always going to be people who say, I mean, the whole Tony Chavonier thing where he was like, you know, oh, your show sucks. And he's like, well, that's not what your mum says. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Just do it like that. Who cares? There's always going to be people who are going to say your shit. If you put yourself out there to the public in any form, whether it's a podcast, whether it's, and we know firsthand, mm. you know, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a, an internet show, whether it's, a TV show, whether it's a sports type show, people are always going to call you shit. LeBron James gets called shit, you know. So I, I don't quite understand him getting really defensive, especially with fans when fans are saying, "Oh, a particular segment bombed" or that kind of stuff, and then he's kind of piling on them a little bit. Yeah. I know, I know, I know what you mean. He has yeah. seemed to be a bit more short. Maybe it's the, maybe it's COVID. Maybe it's the bubbly. Yeah, it's a bit too much of the bubbly. Because I think AEW are at that point now where the the criticism is going to start rolling in. Oh yeah. Because they they're not the new they're not the new you know hot new thing on the block anymore. They are an established company. Mm-hmm. So that it's how they deal with people being really you know kind of detrimental to the product is going to be really interesting to see. I agree. Yeah. Because and I think they started so strongly as well that everyone holds them to a really high standard. I think when the standards slip, they yeah. are going to appear on Botchamania more, and because and yeah. when things go wrong, it's really obvious. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's it's probably and it probably feels like more of a big deal to them when something goes wrong than it does to WWE. I'm sure well, Vince got disagrees. More, yeah, well, <laughs> well, Vince is the one in control, mm. so that's why. I mean, Vince won't look at what fans are saying. He won't see what fans have. I just mean if there's botches in the ring and stuff. Oh, like yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. he's oh, he, going yeah, absolutely off ballistic. his head. Yeah. But but when you watch, when you see WWE appear on Botchamania somehow, you kind of expect him to. Even though you, they shouldn't, mm. they really shouldn't be there. <coughs> no, because they're not allowed to do anything. But I don't know. It just doesn't feel like as much of a big deal as it does when AEW were on, because you're kind of rooting for them and it feels yeah. like it stings a bit, and I'm just a fan. Yeah, definitely. So then it's like, God, if you're them, and you've only been going properly like a year and a bit, or two years, it's like, oh, it must it must suck. You must think, no, come on, come on. We're still building this. We're still It needs yeah. to be shit hot. We need to be amazing. Yeah. And there's that, there's that sort of bias as well, because so like, obviously, you know, AEW now for me is the number one show. Um, in my kind of pecking order of you know what I would watch, mm-hmm. um, and there is a little bit of like like a bit when you know because we've been a WWE podcast for since we started doing this, so there was always a bit of like rooting for the home team kind kind of vibe, um, and then you got NXT going really well, and then you can kind of rag on Raw and SmackDown a bit and say well Raw and SmackDown are for the kids. <laughs> The kids can watch Roar and Smackdown where they have their karaoke dance-offs and all that kind of shit. 
Whereas the real wrestling's on NXT. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now that NXT's kind of, I feel like NXT's probably is still a decent show, but they need to get the they need to clean their shit up. They need to get the house in order. Yeah. You know the whole putting fake commentators on it. On, you know, it just the, the decisions just completely boggle your mind. Like because like we're you know to do with wrestling, absolutely nobody's. Every fan is. But the fact that we look at these things that they do and go, because even to, you know, because to, to us like the, the banging on the plexiglass thing might not be as infuriating to to, to as many people. I've personally, I've, how many times have I said it on this fucking show about it? It drives me insane. I've not had one person agree with me. No, I know, yeah. So, so it's got it's got to just be me. I think a few people were talking about it um, when I was live tweeting. One right. week, a few people like I saw plexiglass, and I end up liking a few, and I think yeah, retweeting yeah. a couple. So it, it yeah. does piss people off, yeah. but not in the sense that they'll do anything about it. No, yeah. there's not enough people who care that much. Yeah. And I think as well, although it's really annoying and we hate it, I think a lot of people are just happy to see a crowd or hear noise. Well, that's of the any thing. Kind. Well, that's the whole reason why they, they did it in the first place was to create an atmosphere. So you mm. understand that. So yeah. that so that wasn't the point that I was going to make as far as like looking at things that you can't understand. So banging on the plexiglass it'll be a personal thing. But putting two random fucking commentators in who you know full well <laughs> aren't Wade Barrett and Beth Phoenix so next weird. to it. Like why? Like you're just gonna come under criticism. Like, what? What is your? What is the reasoning behind doing that? Is it to? So right. So we have to pretend that they're here. So we're gonna get two people to sit there for three hours, or however long this fucking show is, pretending to be the commentary team. It's so weird. When they're not the commentary team. Like, who do you suppose they even were? No. Or come out and say what it is they were actually doing. Maybe, maybe they were doing things like trying to lead in Barrett and Beth because they weren't there maybe like may, maybe like they were in because you know, obviously from the commentary table they can they can all see each other and they'll probably go like that when they want to say something yeah, and then yeah so maybe that's it maybe it'll Beth saying she wants to say something here mm. and then the other guy can go yeah Beth what do you think of this maybe that's why they're there but they won't come out and say it they'll just ignore it and let everybody think they're fucking crazy by putting two fucking what's her face Trump's wife <laughs> Ivanka or something fake Melania fake Melania Ivanka is Ivanka the daughter, daughter that, he that, he rather, shag. that he would rather have on his arm I think oh Jesus wept like you got a president who wants to shag his own daughter <laughs> um, good healthy good healthy president there definitely mates with a McMahon um, <laughs> fucking hell well who, who what did what did Vince wanted to please, impregnate his oh, own please. fucking daughter as a storyline so that I don't think I've laughed that much when, <laughs> when that when that came out that board meeting mm, mm. when they were talking about it and, and he said what, what was it he said he said like what if it was me <laughs> no but what if it was me <laughs> <laughs> And like they're all stood there looking at him going, No. No Vince. You can't do that. You can't Steph sat there. <laughs> like, like she'll be fucking used oh, to it. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus fucking. Imagine Christ. him when he's had a fucking cognac with having a cigar on Christmas and he's going through some ideas with her. I bet she's just like, Okay, Dad. Time exactly, for bed. Yeah, fucking boxing day. <laughs> boxing day, he's got his whiteboard out. Right. <laughs> Hannah, come back in here now. 
Fuck the kids. Put the kids to bed. We got some work to do. It's two two in the afternoon. We've not even had Christmas dinner yet, Vince. I don't give a shit, Linda. <laughs> but like, Linda. but from from a guy who's oh, come God. up with such things as Linda's comatose. While he's like fucking. While Trish he's shagging us. Trish, and you're pushing him, pushing around in a chair. It's, it's not that far fetched to to jump maybe oh, from. Good times. Though, my, right? Oh, good times. Good times. That moment at WrestleMania where she stood up. Oh, oh my god. Biggest pop I've ever heard. That, fucking unbelievable. And then ends up cracking him. Oh, brilliant stuff. Those were the days. Those were the. Those were the days. days. But the um. Oh god. But yeah, but it's not that big of a jump to go from. My wife's agreed to pretend that she's in like a bit of a coma and she can't talk and doesn't know what's going on and be pushed around. To it was me that impregnated my daughter. You know the the most the amount of the amount of mental ideas that get thrown around that place. That's probably not as bad as you you've heard. Like there's probably worse oh, ones that have come ones. out. Yeah, they'll they'll be they'll be much worse than that. Yeah, some of the shit, some of the shit that'll get that that'll get said. And they're the ones he says. What about the ones he just thinks of and goes, oh no, I can't. <laughs> too far, Vince. Oh, too far. You've done it this time. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to go for therapy. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I was just talking with Brian. <laughs> I, I pitched him that I was Sister Abigail. <laughs> it's like, hmm, so you want to be a woman? No, no. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet he's done loads of things, especially with like the female roster. Where he's, where he's wanted to bring back that element of like oh, Vince. I, oh God, so much. I yeah. think Alexa Bliss will have copped for a lot of it. A co- cop for a lot of his really dodgy ideas. Yeah, uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. See now she is with him. She talks to him like he's like... A sugar daddy. Yeah. Which he is, technically. Yeah. And he loves yeah. it. Oh, of course he does. He fucking loves it. I reckon like some of the things he's thought about doing with her in many ways... <laughs> But mainly in the ring, in front of the cameras. Yeah, like I yeah. bet, it's, I bet, like they, they've just been obscene. Yeah. Obscene. But like, I think that might be the um, the good thing about it being a publicly traded company <laughs> now, is he can't get away with some of the shit that he used to do. <laughs> that's true. Very, oh, very God. true. God. Yeah. So that's AEW. Yeah, it was great. I enjoyed. Myself. Finished off with a bit of a uh, Vince incest. Vince. Vincest. A bit of incest. <laughs> Love it. Vincest. Brilliant. Now, if, we, if the show hadn't have been primarily about AEW and New Japan, that would be the name of the show. Vincest. Yeah. I think that should be the name of the show anyway. No. It's, it, we, that's a wolf ticket, that. People will be listening. It is a wolf ticket. It's a wolf ticket. That's the perfect... That's clickbait. literally clickbait. Yeah. Clickbait. Vincest. We literally talk about it for five minutes and the show's named after We've it. We've turned into a fucking rag sheet. Oh, no. We've turned into it. Right. Should we go on to um, uh, travel? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, I threw out the question. I'll bring it up on my phone. Threw out the question about where's the best place you've seen, you've travelled to, to watch wrestling? And I'm going to read out some of the places where people have been. This is the part of the show where I just look at shit on my phone and everyone just listens and waits for me. Woo! Uh, okay, so Stephen Sorrell um, said it's probably MSG in MY, and why ever not? We've been to MSG. Yeah. Watch basketball. Yeah, Salix lost. It too. is, but it was still great to be there. 
It was. Like, I, I thought it was such a cool place. You hear about it growing up. Like, I don't know yeah, whether it's... Yeah. It must be the same in the States. But, like, it's obviously a bit more attainable in the States. But in the UK, when you're a kid... Yeah. And you hear them talk about Madison Square Garden, you see things there. It feels like you might as well be crossing into a different dimension totally. if you're ever going to go. Especially, like, as a WWE fan growing up. Because MSG is such a... Synony- I mean, not so much anymore. And mm. I don't quite know why. Um, but that was, like, Vince's patch for, like, ages. Um, but you know they've had WrestleManias in there, like we've, you know you've, we've seen it where they've had Royal Rumbles and all that kind of stuff. It's like it's at Madison Square Garden. It's the yeah. you know the epitome of um, you know the, the world's most famous arena. Yeah, seeing something there would be wrestling wise. I think would be great. Well, Stephen Sorrell didn't tell us what he watched, but Kyle Masters did at Real Kyle, oh, Kyle. Masters. NYC to watch the G1 Supercard last year at the historic Madison Square Gardens. Now, Kyle. <laughs> now. Now then, now then. <laughs> See, I, so I, I'm literally going to go back and watch G1 uh, yeah. now that I've got uh, New Japan World. And I didn't... I, the first the first show is actually like a... a um, I can't remember which arena, but it's like in Texas. And I was like, oh shit. So it seems like they just started properly branching out. Because I've always seen them doing like odd shows. It's that kind of thing where, you know, like somebody will send you a video and it's like, here's Nakamura against Styles. It's a fantastic match. So you watch it and all that kind of shit. <coughs> but Christ, like, I can't even imagine that. So Madison Square Garden for a G1. Where, when, whereabouts in the tournament was it? Because it, it must have been reasonably late on. Because I think I saw. The first kind of five, right? And it was like uh, Texas. I can't remember the fucking arena. It's one of those re- really famous arenas names. Um, oh, I'm gonna have to Google that. Um, yeah, you the, said it before. Yeah, yeah, because I was like, oh, holy shit! Um, there was a lot of uh, ICW chat going on on the on the Twitter. That's good. I, I, I always like to see that in our notifications. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lads, that Axel, that Grado entrance is. is I the will greatest get thing. to that. I'll have a read. I'll read it out. Um, yeah. What? But while you're looking at that, though, um, I bet I, I wonder, and I, I would hazard a guess that G1 Supercard at Madison Square Garden. There's got to be like loads of, you know, like Japanese people who want to go. Oh yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? And it's like going to New York to go and watch it. it must feel like that must be like a mad trip to oh, take yeah. for the fans. It's oh, like yeah. shit. Let's go to New York, go and do some sightseeing there and all that shit, and then. But I mean, well, I mean there'll, there'll be loads of people there already that will be living and working in New York. Yeah. It's definitely a cultural hub. But yeah, you, that would be totally one of the things where you'd go. We're going for, that's the trip. for a trip to New York. That's that's because like we were saying, because because literally, you know. That's the way we are. I mean, we'll get into that after mm, after mm-hmm. when you you know, finish that. But yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one, Kyle. What was the stadium? Um, the, the one that I saw was AT and T, and I don't think it was that. That's not the one you said before. No, so it might not have been Texas. It might be in a different one. But it was a real famous state. I mean, you, we know all the we know all the arenas from wrestling and from uh, NBA and all that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, it was it was really good to see like the the opening one, and mm. it's not. And, and I sort of put it on and it's not just the tournament there's matches on okay kind of underneath as well um and it didn't look that full like the, oh, really? I mean, the arena looked fullish but there was there was there were seats and stuff like that okay. which kind of i was a bit like ah fuck but yeah anyway, but anyway you know whatever put put the fucking shows on if the seats there it doesn't matter absolutely like, 
So Axel Jamo, is what we're saying about ICW. Oh, at yeah. Axel underscore Jamo. It was decent seeing ICW in Coco Club Camden. Architecture there is great. McIntyre used a power drill in the main event versus Sabu and Jester. <laughs> Sounds fucking bonkers, see, to, that, doesn't to it? Start with, like, that sentence shouldn't be a thing. McIntyre <laughs> used a power drill, and like, because I, because I kind of went, oh yeah, power drill, power drill, and then I went, hang on, Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was he doing there? But that, but, but that's amazing. And then his mates Jester. commented, Jester, Jester, Jester in just the... says Jester, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His mate, Christ. who's called Simon Bell, at Mister Underscore Sanch. And he's put plus hundreds of grown men singing Madonna for Grado. I mean, doesn't, it's, it's, doesn't it, get much better. It, re- it really <laughs> Didn't doesn't get much better. It, it really than that. doesn't. Like <laughs> the whole like Goldberg slash Madonna entrance oh, was great. one of the funniest things. I mean that that and, and I think I replied to this that and the Joe Hendry yeah you did yeah. entrances were like the reason why I really got into ICW and I think Gaz was the one who like years and years before. Was like, oh, have you seen these wrestling entrances from this Joe Henry guy? Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It was so, and they were so funny. And then I don't know why, like I think they just came up on like YouTube. And I was like, oh, I remember that. And then just had a little look, and they were doing Manchester. And then it's like, oh shit, you know that was that was great. Um, but yeah, I see when ICW did Manchester, it was a really fun show. Apart from Henry and Lionheart, now R.I.P. Lionheart. Um, doing like a shoot fight that everybody thought was real. Oh yeah, that was weird. That threw me right off. But it was great. It was a it fucking was house show. I mean, I know, I know. They technically, <clears throat> all fight clubs were recorded and they kind of put them on and, and that kind of shit. But that was that yeah. was something else. That was really it felt like I was really shook up by that. Me too. Yeah, yeah. God, I see W A. So, Andy, your best place. Best place. Should we only just for, for the sake of. Put, not putting ourselves over. Should we only do one each? Yeah. Um, okay. Best place where I've seen a wrestling show. It can be for a myriad of reasons. It doesn't have to be because the show was great. It doesn't have to be because the place was particularly amazing. Or But there's just... It was just a, a, a good time. Okay. Like, as a, as a whole. God, it's a tough... It's a tough... Um... As a whole, so as a show, I've got one, and as a whole, I've got another one. Okay, I'm gonna raise the stakes. We take WrestleMania out of the equation. WrestleMania is not even near the list. No, it's. I mean, it it would be mine, obviously. Well, but, yeah. But I'm taking it out. Take a drink. The everyone. roar after. Take it. Yeah. Take a drink, everyone. We went to WrestleMania. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say that anyway because we've talked about that enough. Ah, so so it's not just the show. It's like. Shall I go first? If you've not got one in your head. Actually, I've got two in my head, but... There's, you can go there's through one, two. There's go one. through two. I mean, it's the same tour. So let's do... Let's Let do me it. go first, then. Okay, go on. Blackpool. Well, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. So, yeah, yeah Black, Blackpool, for me, was amazing. First of all, it was the first time we saw NXT live. Yep. Which was incredible. The show was incredible, the venue was incredible. However, there's summer about Blackpool... As a as a as a kid from the north, if you can if you can mix American wrestling that's polished as fuck with Blackpool, and qualify which Blackpool one it was because there's been a few. Oh, it was the very very the very, very first. first. So the non televised one it was. Non televised, yeah, it was before they did the first televised um, takeover in London. So like, I don't even know what year it was. Christ, who knows? Enzo and Big Cass were on it though. Yeah, that's um, how old it was. 
but Blackpool, if 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 there is anyone listening in America, you probably will know Blackpool. But if you don't, and hang on, if you ha- if you do know Blackpool, if you've heard of Blackpool, you might have heard people call it the Las Vegas of the North. Let let me let me put something clear and let me make this very clear right now. It it isn't. <laughs> it, it isn't the Las Vegas of the North. It's a, it's a fucking dive, okay? But it but it's our dive. Yeah. yeah. It's a little seaside holiday resort where there's a fairground you go in a shop you can buy a sugar dick for your kid there's a lot of sugar phallic sugar dicks there's a lot of sugar tits you you can get sex aids alongside your sticks of rock kiss me quick hats little wind up toys vicky and her vibe wound her up and she just fucking crammed her crammed a vibrator in a pussy as she walked along Perfect little child's toy. I must remember that. Vicky and her vibe. Wow. What the fuck was that? It was a wind-up toy. You know, those cheap ones where you wind them up and they walk. But she had her legs open and she just rammed her... She kept ramming her... Oh, my God. ...vibrator into her pussy, yeah. What the fuck? This is Blackpool, baby! I've not, I've I not saw that as that. a child as well. My, my gran, when I was used to take me to Blackpool, really shielded me from that. Terrible. Vicky and her vibe. And that was like... Do you know what makes Vicky and her vibe worse? She was in a shop on the pleasure beach, so it wasn't oh, yeah. even on the front. It well, was in the fun. fucking place. They're all town, they're all carnies, aren't they? Really? Oh well, it's a wonderful place, though. Christ Almighty! If you can get past, it's rough as fuck. If you ever yeah. went out there, don't go to the Foxhole or the Manchester because nope. you'll get glassed. You will, like legit, get glassed. Someone from Strictly Come Dancing got the teeth knocked out when yep. they did Blackpool. Yep. <laughs> Blackpool Strictly, but um, it's rough as fuck. I've had yeah. a couple of nights out in Blackpool as well. To, to, to put it in perspective, so when we went to the NXT Blackpool house show, um, from the from, we stayed at Blackpool Football Club's ground, the hotel right near there, yeah. and walked up to the winter. It wasn't the winter. Was it the Winter Gardens? Yeah. So walked up to the Winter Gardens. On the way, we saw numerous kind of crack addicts, a prostitute, a pimp on uh, uh, what they called. Where you can't walk properly. Crutches. crutches. Pimp on crutches. Um, <laughs> it's seedy. Got a broken glass. It's seedy. And a Pizza Express. Oh, yeah, we went to the Pizza Express. That was that was yeah. quite nice. Well, that area's all right. Grounded does that, didn't oh, it? Oh, Christ, yeah. Never did I feel more middle class as when I saw that Pizza Express. Oh, I went, oh, my God, babe, we can eat. <laughs> yeah, let's just go and get a pizza quick. Yeah. Before that prosy comes up to us with a no teeth. But fuck me, was that a great show? And it pissed down as well, remember? It did, yeah, but it but it didn't particularly because we were in the time then of uh, uploading videos to YouTube, yeah, and doing all that kind of stuff, and we got the Bailey, uh, you know, everyone singing, um, "Hey Bailey, ooh, yeah." Ah. That's where all those chants started. So when you watched NXT Takeover London and you heard all those chants, they all started at Blackpool um, because it was uh, it was it was mad. It was such a mad atmosphere. Like Jason Jordan and um, Chad Gable. They couldn't you know. even start. They couldn't even wrestle because no. the, the chanting was Gable, so much. Gable, Gable, Gable. It was like, so funny. And, I, and we were getting a drink at that point. Yeah. We were just like, what the fuck is going on? Because we were, I mean, luckily and unluckily, you could say, but we got tickets like right at the very back. Mm-hmm. So you could stand up. Yeah, and you were just and you weren't in any, you weren't in anyone's way because they were telling everyone to kind of sit down and that kind of. Well, stuff. I was stood on my chair. I think that's why they kept telling me to. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like get yeah. off the fucking chair, bitch. But then we stood a little bit further back, and there was like a nice little sort of 
you know, not a bar area, but it was like there was a little like higher table. We put our drinks mm. on and that kind of stuff, and it was a fucking loving. Oh, it's great. And the main event was like Bala Zane Zane's return yeah. tour, um, and Baron Corbin for mm. the NXT title. You know, Samoa Joe was on it. Apollo Cruz was on it. Uh, Asuka was on it. Uh, Carmella was on it. Like all the, all the great. all the names. Now it was like that real sweet spot. Uh, you know, Sasha Banks there. No, they, so they those three had already gone up. So Sasha, oh, ba- yeah. uh, Sasha, Becky Charlotte, Charlotte, and Becky had already yeah. gone. So it was Bailey's kind of final kind of run. Yeah. Um, and she was like the top star, weren't she? The yeah. Female star. And going Asuka. against Nia Jax in yeah. in um in the in the London show, but it was just a complete loving. Like the way they wrestled was just fun as well. Like you know, Bala put it on. Uh, Sammy Zayn's hat. hat and jacket <laughs> and just having a dance and that kind of shit and it was just fantastic from start to finish it was an absolute ball it was just pure fun mm. the whole way and the crowd were ridiculous and the and WWE even acknowledged it they were like holy shit look at this and they showed videos of because they obviously film everything to you know to critique and to yeah. see where they could be better and stuff like that but they actually released some of the videos um did Triple H come out on that one? No. It was the London one. So it was obviously it was Regal, Regal wasn't it? Okay, did, yeah. did, did, did a, a stroll minutes, out yeah. to Do You Like to Be Beside yeah, the Seaside yeah. on the old organ. <laughs> well, he's always been known as from Blackpool, England. Yeah, yeah. Which is mad because you think they would say, Where the fuck's Blackpool to him at that point? It was um, an incredible show. It was brilliant. It's, do you know what? Do you know the only bad part of that show? One criticism, that fucking disgusting t-shirt. Oh, it was bad. That, Vile. That, that, and I still bought one. I bought, we had, so that, I had yeah, one and you had, fucking yeah, had one. That cream thing. Was oh, minging. Jesus. It was so poor. It oh, was such mink. a poor, poor t-shirt, that. Yeah. That was the only bad thing I had to say about it, though. Everything else was perfect. Like, it was absolutely brilliant. And just being in Blackpool in December, <coughs> nothing's open, so I couldn't even go on a ride. No. Couldn't even go on the bloody... Pepsi Max or whatever the fuck it's We didn't even now. try, did we? I think we just went along the pier. It's closed. It closes at, it closes at the end of the illuminations in November. Right. So everything's done by then. And we were it was like near Christmas. Yeah. The arcades were open, thank God. Yeah, we went in a few of them. Coral Island. Oh yeah. Bit of Coral Island fun there. Yeah. Oh god. Going to play House of the Dead. Oh yeah, you got it, haven't you? It was but, great, and I feel like that one because I, I remember us coming out of that and going, "Is this what progress is like?" Mm. Because I remember sort of say having a, I mean, I won't name name, not that they'd listen to this anyway, but I remember speaking to a few people and kind of going, "What the fuck is progress?" And people being a bit derogatory to the fans and be like, "All oh, those progress fans are just fucking like marks to just get themselves over." and all that kind of stuff and to some degree you can look at it like that but another way you can look at it is it was a house show for NXT and we were having shitloads of fun and it was just fun from start to finish and that's what that's what they're the ones that are going to spend the most money with you they're the ones who are going to you know fucking come back every year because those those NXT uh, UK Blackpool tickets sold out so fast oh yeah and they had Balor on that card as well as a surprise you know which was just fucking amazing um, it, it, yeah it was it was a really really great time for NXT yeah I mean, yeah it, it was. was just great 
and everything because yeah. wasn't um sean spears on it dillinger he was he was against um was he on that one he was against the one who this the, the guy about uh, uh summit fit who who, then, who left pretty quick? Oh what was his name? The guy who like <gasps> yes, Bullfit. 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 Yeah, Bull, Bull Dempsey. Dempsey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was topping. He was great. Yeah, he was great. Up to now. Oh, I bet he's on something. He was great in though. Bullfit. So was brilliant. he on that that one or was yeah, that so the he, Liverpool one? No, so, so the Liverpool one was a few, a few. Uh, I think a year afterwards because Nakamura was on the Liverpool one. Yeah, fucking hell, crazy. And that was a show. And Dillinger was obviously on that with his United shirt on, which was fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was it was uh, Spears or Ty Dillinger against Bull Dempsey, and it was a really funny match. But then you had things like on that show, you had Samoa Joe against Apollo Cruz, like a real big time kind of match. There wasn't like a shit. One Emma against Bailey. Would it Emma against Bailey? Uh, with Dana Brooke on the outside. Yeah. And people going, "Shut up, Dana!" And all that. And, yeah. And she turned around and was giving it back. Yeah, and, it was yeah. brilliant. She, I feel like that brought her out of a shell a bit. That show. Because the um, the women's match couldn't start for ages because of ages. the Bailey stuff. Oh, like Jesus. that was going on for fuck. I just remember yeah. Emma just sort of stood there, like she's yeah. like, "We're letting it, just letting it ride out and stuff." It was brilliant. It was so so good. Like it was perfect. Yeah. Because the, the but Murphy, Buddy Murphy, and who was the other one? Oh, the one Alexa used to be with them two. Yeah, that that tag team. I can't remember what they what I the fuck they're, they're called. They're called. <laughs> Blake and Murphy. Blake and Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Because they did really well with it. Because they were against Jordan and Gable. Oh yeah. And they, I remember them walking off, <laughs> and then coming back and being, but doing, but perpetuating it. Yeah. to keep it going and kind of going shut up and all this kind of stuff and they were the only ones that I felt had maybe an experience of that kind of reaction yeah because it was just a fucking loving you, you didn't, we didn't care that there was any matches on you could have just sat them in the ring like nobody gave a fuck the fact there were matches on because we all knew there was nothing on the line it was just a house show people had just paid to go and see a house show for mm. NXT and the fact that NXT were doing house shows in I mean obviously the, you know not that year but the year after when they were doing Liverpool like NXT did a house show in an arena like that was the level they couldn't they couldn't do that now nah. they could, NXT couldn't put a house show in, a, in, a, in an arena now not, in the not UK a not a fucking chance well, Raw I mean the Raw, main Raw can't, can't sell tickets remember no. that fucking Raw house show we went to at Manchester and mm. it was like we literally walked up on the night. Yeah, yeah. And, we, and it was still like, like fucking three about, quarters. I'm sure it was about a ten or a ticket. It was, it was dead, tenor, dead cheap. Yeah, it was dirt, dirt cheap. We only went because the because it was Balor and he was in the fucking first match. Oh, yeah. I just wanted a Balor t-shirt. <laughs> That's literally the reason why we went. Oh god, it's so funny. But yeah, Blackpool for me. I think as a as a whole trip, just because I'm not sure how I would have felt about it had I never been to Blackpool before. I think I might have been a bit traumatised, but you know what you're getting when you know yeah. Blackpool and you know that it it is it is a dubious place. Mm. It's not a scary place no, by any stretch of the imagination. Bit, it's not it's like fucking yeah. going around Harlem in the seventies. You know, it's it's just it, it it's not even just scummy. It's its own vibe. It's its own people. The people the are people very are very weird. Very yeah. very Blackpool, aren't they? Yeah. The, the, the ones who were like yeah. right there in the centre. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are some characters that you will just and they ignore you. They don't. Oh, yeah. They don't come up to you. No, no one comes no. up or gives you any shit. They're going about the business, but that business happens to be pimping and prosing 
as soon as it's gone dark on a fucking tiny not, not little even street. Dark. It even Outside a news dark. agents she was prosing. Oh yeah. Like unbelievable. <laughs> Outside a news agency was prosing. Sure, yeah. That's the next t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great it was really, really good. And I loved yeah. being there. I loved being in Blackpool. That it, it was such an incredible show. And I feel like that because my my answer is London. Mm-hmm. Um, Would that have been your top one over? Blackpool? See that. See this is what I was. This is what I was kind of getting at. Is is you were saying about the overall experience? For me, London, the overall experience was better because we stayed in London. You know, yeah. did we see a show? Did we? I don't think can't, so. I can't, I can't yeah, remember. I because we literally like we went. To, we were Blackpool home for a day, then on the train to London like the day after. So, um, I think for me, London uh, was sticks more in my memory um, because it was a pay-per-view it was the first UK based pay-per-view that WWE had put on for fuck knows how many years since like Vengeance uh, if anyone remembers them or Insurrection I think was the Vengeance or Insurrection Insurrection I think was the UK one um, and they were always watered down and they were never actual pay-per-views. They just kind of put them on fucking TV and pretended it was a Raw. Um, but NXT London for me was so great because it still had a British vibe to it, but they left that fucking set pieces out. And that that's what that's the one thing that I was worried about was because we'd been to so many like Raws uh, in the UK at that point. We'd been to London to see a Raw... And, and it was a great show and all that kind of stuff. But that fucking stage does my tits. What with in. the taxi and the, the taxi and, and the, the phone, phone box. box. Yeah. And like, Flame. obviously, <laughs> yeah. And for people around the world, it's probably a really great. And, you know, the UK shows were always shows that they do something on, mm-hmm. like Undertaker returning and all this kind of crazy shit. Because they like, you know, because the crowd are so receptive to that. Um, it's probably one of the only places, I think, in the world, I, I would say that you can include set pieces that are synonymous with that country without it being highly offensive because you can't you couldn't really do that in France because it's going to you could yeah, put a little yeah. Eiffel Tower there but anything else is going to you're going to get yeah. onto like right, some like xenophobic yeah. shit there <coughs> whereas yeah. you know your taxi cab and your phone box it's a safe prop yes it's a safe bet certainly <laughs> yeah um, but yeah for me London was so it, it, it felt like like this is the way it was going mm. like they were going to do this a lot and it was a big thing, and the SSE was sold out. You know, we had to get tickets like on the back fucking row, pretty was, much. They were really like, shit right seats. in the corner, yeah. awful seats. But you could totally get all the the atmosphere was incredible. Like from start to finish, that whole show, uh, the the fans were just on fire like the whole way through. Um, they had like the warm up, the warm up, which would then go on to be NXT uh, the week after. Like Jordan Gable in a fatal four-way tag match, they were on fire. Fucking Zack Ryder and Mojo Rawley got booed out the fucking building, oh, yeah, which I didn't really get at the time. Um, but they got booed out the building. I can't even remember who else was in it. I think Blake and Murphy were one of them. Oh, and the Vaud villains, and they got a cheer. Oh yeah, the fucking Vaud villains. Jesus, uh, Aiden English and uh, Gotch, Simon yeah, Gotch, yeah. they got cheered. Um. God, that was fucking crazy. I can't remember the other match, but but yeah, but like the main the main card, obviously like um, Balor against Joe in the main event. Balor comes out as Jack the Ripper, which was just fucking amazing. Um, what else was on it? There was Bailey against 
Nia Jax. There was Enzo and Big Cass against FTR. Yeah, because we really thought Enzo and Big Cass were going to get a win. And that was going to be their big mm. moment. And I think the whole crowd thought they were going to get a win yeah. as well. Um, I remember I I wasn't I I didn't like um, Dash and Dawson then at all. Do you remember? Well, ne- neither did I. But it was one of those things where it kind of hit us. Do you remember yeah. when we kind of looked at everyone? Do you know all these like amazing tag team it, title it's matches? Always this. It's always the revival in there. <laughs> yeah. They're all the revival are always the, the other team. <laughs> but I remember yeah. us having like not a disagreement, but on a past podcast where you were saying, "Oh no, but they're really good," and I was like, "I just don't get it. I don't get it. I, I don't. I just think the shit. Yeah. I don't understand." And then there was that realisation of like hang on every yeah like say every good match every, every one of these them, tag team matches well you remember the other team but it only just hit us I think when it was the DIY mm. matches and we were like god you know all, all these all these matches that are match of the year that have got revival in them hang on <laughs> you know, it's the revival that are making them the match no. of the year. Especially, Silent killers especially when you if you put in an amazing match together with Enzo and Big Cass you know fuck me and they really did. I mean, I was always rooting for Enzo and Big Cass. They were my absolute favourites. I fucking loved yeah, them. I, I really loved them. I, I did. I did. I thought they were going to be like the future, not in terms of the wrestling, but in terms no. of like being a mouthpiece. And, and they definitely shifted some t-shirts. That how are you doing shit? And the headband with the hair. How many of them were at Mania? Yeah, like yeah. so many. Oh, such a shame. Such a fucking shame. What a wasted opportunity. Why didn't somebody drag them two cunts to the side and they say, needed an undertaker? Listen. They really yeah. did. You are fucking this up. Please, for yourselves and for us. Because we're going to make shitloads of money together, guys. We're going to make shitloads of money together. You can't even believe how much money we're going to make together. Please, just rein it in. Because that's when Enzo got fucking moved to 205. Oh, God, it's so you know, oh, It was God. just, it was such a, it was such a shame. The, it was their own fault wholeheartedly you had two people who were massive their ego got the better of them because they were coming out and commanding the crowd every night and you know you've got someone in Enzo who I think just got a bit swept away with it yeah and I think big casted too but like when you're that big and imposing and obviously you know god knows what went down with Carmella but like when you're that big and imposing you're a dick yeah I think you I think it's it's worse when you're a big dude and you're an arsehole yeah, because yeah. I think you're scary and I think you yeah. can intimidate some people, you know. And the whole thing was that like Roman Reigns threw him off the bus. Yeah, you know, like it's it, it must have been bad because yeah. he seems like a laid back dude and he's one of the guys and stuff. So it, when it ends, though, he threw off the bus. I think it was Big Cass. I can't remember. Maybe it was, but maybe it was Enzo. Can't see him throwing Big Cass off the bus. Well, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, it's just. It was just oh, such a fucking shame. But yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah, they were on it. They were on it against the revival. The yeah. revival, I do know them as FTR now. It sounds a bit yeah, weird yeah. saying the revival. Yeah, well, because they've because they've we're not doing they're not doing anything different. But I think it was because it was their choice, and they said no to WWE. I yeah, think that's why. And there's all that shit about, um, you know, WWE trying to. Uh, what was it when you get the rights for something like uh, I can't remember the, yeah, the term but like top guys and all that kind of shit it's just like oh my god no flips just first they're trying to like put rights on that and it's like Jesus fucking know, Christ it's so lame like get a grip you know you've let these guys go for fuck's sake like who cares if they're using it I know that goes against what I was saying before um I can't. I can't think of what else was on that show, like on the actual pay per view. Yeah, it's tough because obviously we had the big Sami Zayn. Everyone come back. Oh yeah, that was fucking At hilarious. Because <laughs> we knew we knew that was happening though. 
Because didn't they say that at the start? They said, like, make sure you stay around till after the show because we've got a special match. And, and then me and you were like, well, that's the same match. Yeah. And I'm sat there in a fucking Nikki Bella t-shirt. Like a twat. You lost a bet. Bet's uh, a bet. Well, yeah, well, yeah. There's a stage bet's a bet. Um, <laughs> but, the, uh, but that pop for Zayn, I've not heard anything like that in my life. It was memorable. Because the noise for the Hardys was a different noise. It was it was fragmented. It was loud. You could tell it was loud, but it mm. wasn't like all encompassing. If it had been in an arena, it would have been a different story. I think if it yeah. would have been in the one in New Orleans that's got the roof on it, it would have felt the, like the craziest shit. But because we're an open air one, you yeah, lose yeah. all the sound, don't you? So yeah, but you could still tell it was people going. Nuts. Oh, it was amazing. It was still yeah, one yeah. of the best things ever. <laughs> but yeah, if it would have been in in an enclosed building, it would have literally blown yeah. me off <laughs> because the the whole like um Zane's return i think was so well done yeah so and, it wasn't like, on tv that at all that was the the main event of the the week after nxt ah right okay and they had um you know Zane talking at the end and all that kind of stuff and it was it was so they did they filmed nxt mm. and for some reason waited Till after the main event to do the Zane bit. Yeah, well, they would have gassed the crowd out, so it was a good. Well, I mean, but that—that's the thing, would they? Well, I mean, you would have been going from Zane to Triple H coming out. Yeah. So, maybe not. I mean, the crowd would have been fucking on fire for everything. Yeah, but they might have lost it after a bit. So maybe, I do understand maybe. why. Yeah, they, yeah. They yeah. decide because it would have been like Zane, Triple H, and then the rest of the card, and mm. I just think you might not. By the time you got to the end, people will might have been a bit worn out maybe but I mean that whenever when all the crowd was singing along it was meant. it was just like it was like right there at that moment and the crowd oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I was like this is the fucking greatest thing these guys that we've just seen all night are gonna be the biggest superstars in the history of this fucking company like being in that room at that particular moment I think as far as like wrestling moments go um, I don't. I think there's only one one other moment that I could say was like bigger, like for me as far as being in attendance, and that was Mustache Mountain's tag team title NXT tag team title win. Oh yeah, over um, Undisputed Era. I think that's the only time I've ever been shocked at yeah. a WWE show. I lost my shit. Yeah. And the the, the crowd the, the crowd were packed that night because England weren't fucking playing during a fucking World Cup night one. Um, but as far as like moments go, that's well up there. I mean, from a personal point, the Mustache Mountain tag team win is like one of the best moments I've had watching a wrestling show. Mm. But I think that Sami Zayn um, return was massive. Yeah, and it and it really did feel like it was that was the start of Zayn because Zayn had gone up to do the. I think the the way he got injured was doing that. The, the open challenge, the United States Open challenge. Was it? And he fucked his rotator cuff up during that and went back down again. Um and then kind of came back. And his then final match was against Nakamura at that takeover. Uh-huh. That that WrestleMania takeover when Nakamura debuted. And that was only like two or three months after mm. that, I think. Well when when was it? Was it sort of de- it was December, December. time. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it was yeah. sort of like Christmassy time. Mm-hmm. So it was only like four months after it's Nakamura's debuting. 
and Zayn's having his final like NXT match yeah. on that takeover with Nakamura in it, um, which was amazing just in itself. Imagine being in the building for that debut. <laughs> Holy oh, footballs! I remember rewinding that about twenty times before and not even watching the match and just being like, "You got to check this fucking entrance." I just remember out. you saying, you've got, to, "You've got to see this entrance. You've got to see this." Imagine knowing him in New Japan though. I know. And going, oh my, oh my God, Nakamura's going... Because obviously, as soon as WWE signs someone, you're on YouTube, you're, you're having a look at oh, them. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like, you know, what he does on the ropes, like he bends back. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant stuff. Great finisher, hard hitter, great. And then that happens, and it's that entrance theme, and he's doing his mad shit. It's like, please. I liked that we didn't know who he was, though, and we didn't know yeah. that... Because I think we knew... I knew that name was signed and coming, but I didn't know who he was. I had no. no idea who he was. And, no. you know, we weren't at the stage where we were going back and Googling people or anything like yeah. that. It's just that, you know, I remember you saying, I think, oh, he's a big deal, this guy, yeah, when yeah. they've signed him. Yeah. And then, you know, seeing him for the first time on that entrance with that fucking amazing music, like, Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Oh, God. I had tears in my eyes. Like, you just, did? But, that, but the, to, to clarify... <laughs> When I think something's fantastic, I well up. I don't start crying. You do well up. Well, the one that made you well up was when... Um, well, the Rock comes out, that does the, tell us what, what happened. The start of... Was it WrestleMania 30? Where Hulk... Oh, yeah, Hulk, yeah. Oh, and they that, all were like... It's, it's, it's yeah. being overwhelmed. Like yeah. my, my eyes can't take being overwhelmed. This is a nightmare. I get overwhelmed when I watch a parade. Don't know why. Any parade any fucking parade doesn't matter what the fuck it is it could be a load of fucking old people at the Rotary Club walking down the street singing and I'm fucking I'm not weeping but my eyes are filling up yeah yeah I yeah. don't know why I like, I like it because it means I'm properly into it yeah yeah um, never happened live interestingly enough hmm Maybe it's just too much adrenaline. Like. It's a diff- I think it's a disconnect. When you're watching something on TV, they're showing you what they want you to see. Yeah. Whereas live, you know, you can turn to people and go, holy fuck, it's hard, dudes. <laughs> holy yeah. shit. You know, and you've got some arsehole in the queue before, like, I just saw, I just saw on um, Bleacher Report that the Hardys have been picked up in a WWE-branded car. Shut the fuck up, Point Dexter. I don't want to know. <laughs> the fucking typical British person ruining yeah. it for everyone next to us. Yeah. But I said to you, did I with that? Like, oh, if the new day come out, it's definitely happening. And yeah. then they do. I was yeah. like, oh, here we go. It's just brilliant. Why Why is it a ladder match? It wouldn't be a ladder match if it's not oh, for them. Oh, yeah. You know, fucking Enzo hitting hitting um, Gallows in the face with a ladder. Like, yeah, when that when's that ever happened? <laughs> Christ, Christ. But, yeah, I, I think... Um, we have seen some amazing moments. The fact that we've seen Undertaker yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, his notes. We've seen Vince. Yeah, we've seen Punk. Yeah, shit. That was, that was massive. Like fucking Kendo sticking the shit out of Paul Heyman. Yeah, that was mint, that. We Punk twice, haven't we? Yeah. But, um, so, where would you, what would be your ideal location to oh, go? It's, yeah, see, it's hard, isn't it? Because cause now I'm obviously on the New Japan bandwagon. That Tokyo Dome's got to be visited. Oh yeah, and we were kind of looking at, when we say looking into it. Like, honestly, if you could, if you could watch us guys for like ten minutes, <laughs> drive well, me so mad. Oh, we'd, we'd, the amount of like ideas and fucking plans and all this kind of shit that we do, 
and and if I'm honest, most of them we do. We we, at some we do. Point. If, the the more the more mad it is, the more likely yeah, we yeah. are to do it. If it's sensible, yeah. like buying a nicer house, <laughs> that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> but if it's something like let's spend all our money going to Japan yeah. and going to Disneyland there and going watching the wrestling, that that one will probably happen. Oh, it'll definitely happen. Yeah, because the thing is, like, I've wanted to go to Japan for. You for have. years and yeah. years and years, and but we've both been a little bit like, oh, the language barrier is tough. We've heard it's really hard to get around. Mm. Um, but then, see, look, watching a couple of videos, it, it doesn't seem hard at all. Uh, no, in my opinion, no. And but, everyone's so polite over there. Oh, that's what I love about it. Me too. Like, the politeness yeah. is like crazy. You know, you, you hear like there's like for Japanese people, like in France, there's a literally. If you've never heard this, if. <laughs> If you're on holiday as a Japanese person in France, they've got a hotline, like an emergency service hotline, because of how rude French people are. That's par- it's Paris. Oh, is it just Paris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. It's just- not the whole of France, but it's Paris, because, right. yeah, it's, it's renowned that everybody's really rude in Paris, and Japanese people are so polite that they find it so overwhelming how horrible the locals yeah. are to them. Yeah, that- yeah there's a helpline that they can call to to get to get fucking counselled about how horrible these people are yeah surrendous yeah surrendous it's the worst thing i've ever heard that yeah it just makes your heart break oh it's horrible but like the 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 fans in the in the arenas when i've been watching and you know and we've always said like because obviously wwe have done uh did that that uh, beast from the east show with brock lesnar on it where Balor won the title against owens and then a few of the New Japan guys have said what fucking dicks WWE were. Mm. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, looking at something like that, like it would be a great kind of trip um, to do, like you said, you know, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. I think in the Tokyo Dome. Uh, and do Disney. Oh, and what, do, what a week. Uh, yeah. <coughs> a Disney week. <coughs> well, it'd have to be. <coughs> excuse me, sorry. I think it'd have to be two and a half weeks. Yeah. So you've got like, because I think Wrestle Kingdom's over two days. I think one day. I'm not. I'm sure I saw a two day thing when I looked at. But I think that there's a main day and there's a there's an offshoot kind of day. Um, you know, you need a weekend for that, mm-hmm. depending on when they put it on. Um, I do want us. So maybe like eighteen days, something like that. So not not a full kind of. Uh, three weeks, like two, like two and a half weeks, like I said, because um, I want to go to Kyoto. I want to do a bit of a tour around, yeah, yeah. And that that rail pass is great because you buy it before you go and you can just get on that. Um, so yeah, so that that makes sense now because we've all we've always like, you know, had like dream trips in mind, like New Zealand just to go around the Lord of the Rings kind of sets is one of mine. Um, New York and Disney was yours, and we, we did it. We did that. Um, Boston was both of ours. Boston. 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 Go back there in a heartbeat. Well, yeah. But do do you know what I thought I think would be really cool to go and see? Because obviously we've been to see an event in this place. But for wrestling, Mm -hmm. it would be Toronto. See, that was going to be mine. Mine. Oh, sorry. Go no, on. no, it's no, it's fine. No, it's, I, I've said Japan now. So yeah, well, well, Toronto because we went to watch a UFC. Um, when was that? A couple of years ago. Two Christmases ago this year. Fucking hell! It only seems like. Oh no! It doesn't seem last that long year, ago. Year, De- December again. So we we got oh end of November, early December. All the Christmas shit was up anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like it yeah. was very very Christmassy. Um, no, it was mid December. It was mid December because I think I was away for my dad's birthday on the thirteenth. So yes. yeah, so mid December. 
went to Toronto to watch the UFC. We weren't there very long. I think it's five days we were there. Yeah. And we went, uh, obviously saw the show, we went to the weigh-in. Um, Ghost were all on the same <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. Hell. Yeah, we love, we love the band Ghost and we really wanted to see them live. And we found out they were playing Toronto and we're like, shit, this is amazing. But it was on the night of the, the UFC, UFC yeah. in the like, same oh, city, like oh, literally a few Christ. doors down. It's like, what the fuck? Oh. Um, but yes, that was well, a Island for, I mean, our first proper Ghost show was... was Dublin, yeah, so that was yeah. cool. Was, well, yeah. we saw him in Manchester, but we don't. But yeah, well, yeah. supporting, supporting, support acts. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Toronto was like such an amazing city. Like yeah. from the you know the underground system that they've got that you walk into any of the well not any but like most of the big high rise office buildings. You literally walk into their lobby, go down the escalators, and it's like an underground mall system that can that connects or and eat. so it's because it's so cold that you can use that system to get around yeah. rather than walk on the streets where it's freezing. Because mm. we when we got there we were like, God, it's very, very quiet here for yeah, a city. Yeah. Like it's not like New York where it's super bustling. Where is everyone? And then we went we got a walking tour and the guy was like, right, okay, we're gonna head down into the whatever they call it, the sub if What we do are- they call it? Uh, the path. The path. If we hadn't have fucking got that walking tour, we would have freezed our ass. I know, and we'd have been like, where path. is everyone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Going into a Jack Astor's like, where the fuck is everyone, guys? Like... <laughs> but yeah, I would have been gutted if we'd have got back and never known that existed. I'd have been mm. gutted. That's why the thing, we, always we always know. spend, that always go on like Airbnb or TripAdvisor and spend that 20 quid yeah, on a walking, a walking tour because yeah. you will just get so much from it. Because we got like the markets and all that kind of yeah. stuff from there, which we wouldn't have gone anywhere near no. that. We wouldn't um, have gone that far down. No. But like the, the the thing we like Toronto that I really like is the is the kind of stadium arena space. Oh yeah. So it's a little bit. I don't think it's quite like. I mean, not that we've been to New Orleans, but New Orleans is literally like across the road from each other is the arena and the stadium, which I think is a really good move. Mm. Um, probably isn't if you've got like say, you know, Spring. No, Springsteen would be in the stadium. Wouldn't you? Springsteen in the stadium and like fucking insert random pop act here in the <laughs> arena and they're both coming out at the same time yeah, God. Uh, that'd be a bit of a nightmare um, but so I think it's the Blue, Blue Jays is the stadium I think so yeah. I think like the baseball stadium uh, we didn't get a tour around that because I think had it, it was closed for some reason uh, but we've like obviously we had a walk around the, 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 the side of it and it's like this giant thing I think they've done I think WWE did a like a a um a show in that I think it was one of the summer slams or something I'm not too sure um, but I remember thinking when we were there like oh this is the stadium from um, but I'd have to I'd have to google it um, but yeah I'm sure it's a blue J- Toronto Blue Jays oh, I don't know darling blue, blue doesn't, doesn't matter um, but because that's so close to the Air Canada slash no, Scotia, Scotia Bank, Scotia Bank, Bank, yeah, yeah, because they are quite close proximity. You know, it's maybe a ten minute walk. Yeah, if that. Yeah, if you stay in the centre and you add, say, say for WrestleMania, <laughs> no, that probably wouldn't because it's probably not a big enough stadium. Um, but if you add sort of like a big thing going on in the stadium and then you know your Raw and SmackDown s things were going on in the arena, you could walk everywhere like super super easy. So it's it's set up for something like. Um, SummerSlam or and I think it was was SummerSlam going to be there I don't know I've got a feeling SummerSlam was supposed to be there or something was um, but yeah god it's such a great place and obviously you can get a trip to Niagara Falls mm. 
Absolutely, which is amazing. And the trip and the journey to Niagara Falls is so nice. You go through Niagara on the lake. You know, if you get this little, we got a little tour thing, and it, it's just a gorgeous place. It's so nice. The people are lovely. Mm. Everything's super efficient. Everything's really clean. It's dead nice to look at. You're on the water, which is amazing. So you don't yeah. feel like you're in Manchester where you're just fenced in at every angle. Um, oh yeah, I loved it there. WrestleMania 18 was in the sky, the Sky Dome at the time. They've renamed it the Rogers Center. Okay, now. gosh. Um, so that was like fucking. Wasn't wasn't eighteen like the Rock Hogan? I don't know. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah, uh, WrestleMania X Eight event venue, the Sky Dome. Sure. So if you so so then for for Toronto then, mm-hmm. um, what would be? I mean, I'd ideally I would like to see AEW in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I was going to choose one, that would be my ideal thing. AEW. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, it was The Rock versus Hogan. Holy Fucking shit! Hell. That's that's a that's a big time one. Uh, little known known match from that Stone Cold versus Scott Hall. <laughs> <laughs> and Jer- Jericho Triple H main event. Um, hell, no Jer- Jer- Jericho goes on like saying he went on after Rock Hogan like fucking hell <laughs> is that yeah. the match that stunk out the building but everyone was going wild for oh it, yeah like yeah. Fo- Foley's big quote which Jericho ripped off but Foley's quote was if you watch um, The Rock versus Hogan with on mute it's the worst piece of shit you've ever seen <laughs> as far as like a match goes you put the sound on it it's the greatest match you've ever seen and that's the power of a crowd absolutely um yeah, I think some sort of, you know, because we were kind of saying like a few weeks ago about the Jags Stadium and an mm. AEW kind of New Japan maybe crossover with people. Um, I think uh, Carl actually sent us his card. Oh, yeah. Do you know when I asked when I asked him and I said, what card? Because obviously he's, he's a little bit more, you know, I'm like a week into actually watching it. Um, so I've not really got... Um, can I nip for a week? You I'm can indeed. And take my contact lenses out because my eyes are dry. <coughs> but I think I think if it was me, I think maybe the Rogers Centre because I, I do. I mean, it's one of them things when you go on holiday, and I'm sure you guys are of a similar. Um, sorry, I'm trying to get Twitter up uh, just to get Kyle's shit. Uh, cheers for the shout out, Kyle. Anyway, on the old uh, on the old AEW show that you do. Um, really appreciate it, mate. Uh, right, let's have a look at this. Oh yeah, that's me giving the stone cold gif. You'll know what we mean. Um, yeah, so he's so we're, we're kind of thinking about like um, a New Japan AW any any kind of re- really at the time any kind of uh, promotion ROH they want to get involved Impact whatever just to kind of do that stadium show because for me. Seeing how big New Japan is just from this last week or this last few days, and you know, know it, knowing about it, like I've seen, I've seen it before, but not, but not really paid as much attention as they probably deserved. Considering I'm a guy who likes wrestling and doesn't particularly enjoy the pomp that comes with it a little bit. Um, yeah. So Carl's kind of put for for like a match is Young Bucks versus God, Hangman Page versus Jay White. Pack versus Will Ospreay versus Jack Sabre Jr., which is money. Uh, Okada, who I fucking love, versus Chris Jericho. Moxley against Ishii, no all's bad match. Uh, Takahashi against Darby Allen. 
Um, uh, Cody Rhodes against Naito. I mean, Naito is my favourite. The pulling the eye and just throwing the belt. Fucking hilarious. And Omega against Abushi for the uh, IWGP World title in an Ironman match. So, say you've got a card like that. So, you've got a bit of a crossover. You've got international appeal. You've got you got travel packages. Because I saw as well the um, the guy we met at WrestleMania, actually. And I don't know whether that was when he was starting that company or what, or if ever he just worked for him. But it, was, it was a Scottish dude. Can I, can I have? Of course um, you can. Yeah, I can't remember his fucking name, but he started that wrestle, wrestling travel. Do you remember when we met him? Who's this at Access. That, that Scottish dude at, at WrestleMania who did the wrestling, started that wrestling travel. And when we came back, he was in like the papers oh, and yeah, shit. Oh, he was in old papers. I don't yeah. remember his name. For start, I know, yeah. I'm shitty names, though. I'm sure he won't be listening. But like, anyway, we met the guy and he, you know, he was a really, really top lad. But they do, they do travel packages for uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. So that might be a way in where, you know, you get one of those travel packages, you've got people... You know, got people travelling from the UK. You're all you're all in the same hotel, maybe. You're all in the same area. Yeah. You've got the same seats because because they're not like official travel packages. They it's something that they put on themselves, and they go right. We're all gonna go to. It's, it's a bit like if you organised it with your mates. You know, I think one of the travel packages for a WrestleMania that I saw that they did once, where you know everybody got a box. You know, on the wrestling travel, bought a box, and their twenty people who had paid for their travel package were all sat in a box to watch Raw. I mean, you can't get much better than that, really. And and the prices weren't weren't like astronomical. They weren't they weren't like fucking tons more than what we may have paid the year before or something. Um. So yeah, something like that. So say say you've got let's say Rogers, because I because I do want to go back to Toronto. Oh, I'd love to go back. And to I want a reason time. to. I don't just want to like just spend five days oh, and mill no. around. I want to experience it because it did feel like with UFC we experienced it. Um, mm-hmm. That's. I don't know whether that was what you were just saying then as I went out, but it's like going traveling is better when you're going for a for a reason mm. rather than just because because we went on a couple of trips um, in the last couple of years. One was to Dubrovnik, and this year before lockdown, we managed to get away to Prague. And we did. We just went for the sake of going, yeah. and it's not as good when you're just there and you're just milling about, and you've you've not really there for any reason. It's really good. You kind of have that two birds one stone thing yeah. when it's because I'd been to see UFC in Manchester, mm. and I loved it, and I had such a great time. And then it's like, and you've obviously been to see a few, and then it's like, right, we want to go. <coughs> first of all, we want to go to Vegas. You're trying to tot it up and get all the prices going, and then we yeah. saw Toronto, and it was so cheap to well, that, that's fly the, there and be there. We were, we were totting up the, the the Vegas one, and we we're like, right, it's going to be X amount. Yep, yeah, that's doable. You know, we mm. don't know who's on the card. I don't I think it. I don't think it turned out to be a particularly good one, anyway. But then, literally, I think it was like a month out. We're like, oh, well, they're doing they're doing one in Toronto because I was looking at like other ones like Texas and. You know, stuff where it was just a fight night and, you know, how much were the tickets and all that kind of shit. Because, you know, if you're going to see an Conor McGregor fight, you're paying thousands, regardless mm. of where you sit. So I was like, well, they're doing this Toronto one. Let's just price this up. And it was, like, half the fucking price. Oh, it's amazing. And, and the card was top. Like, I fucking loved the card. The main event was, t- in the end, was fantastic. But I thought the main event was going to be brilliant as well. Um, Ortega against Holloway. And there was John Jacek was on it. Yeah, which my fave. Yeah, and uh, fucking Cowboy Oliveira got his soul taken off him from <laughs> um, what's his name, the Swedish guy. We always say that though, and, and that's 
that's where UFC differs to wrestling because obviously it's a it's a real sport and it's this <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of unknowns there and it doesn't really matter if you watch an undercard fight or the main event because the undercard fight could kick the shit out of the main event and it could Absolutely. be the the match you come away and go holy shit there was hardly anybody in there because mm. the whole thing's like about fucking six hours long yeah, and yeah. i just saw the the best fight was that first one we saw yeah. you get like so much bang for your buck so it's you kind of walk in knowing that there's going to be something that's yeah, great. Definitely. Whereas you sometimes, if you get the wrong wrestling show, I would argue that that house show in London that we thought was a recorded one oh, was pretty shit. Mm. That, they fucking wolf ticket us. Yeah, because they told us it was a recorded. They record. said it was going to be a pay per view, and then they just didn't do it. Yeah, and then it was just a house show, and it it was pretty. It was, shy. It was pretty yeah. pants, and that house show in Manchester was shit. Yeah. That one with the Undertaker, like you say, oh, you, you famously say Undertaker putting himself through a table. Big show. Big show. Oh my yeah. god. That, if it was the Undertaker, it would have been massive. That's yeah. what I fucking meant. I wasn't even visualising Undertaker, it just came out of my mouth. Yeah, because at, at that, the, the pay per view after that, it was Roman Reigns against Big Show in a tables match. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously that's what they do with these house shows, they practice spots and things like that. And the actual spot was Roman Reigns putting him through the table. Um, but in the house show element of it, he kind of just like. Just, just put his arms through it just so he didn't get injured yeah it's like god almighty you're but only falling over that's the thing sake. you go you know you you go to you have to be quite i think you have to be quite careful what wrestling show you choose mm. because to travel a long way for a house show would just be so not worth it no because you are getting half-assed 50 percent performances from everyone because like you say they don't want to injure themselves yeah they're all just practicing it's literally a choreography dress rehearsal for them all yeah but so it's like it's always worth going for something but I think you've got to choose the the right thing because I would even say that Money in the Bank in Boston was a bit shit yeah it was like I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't travel for anything that wasn't a mania I don't think no, I wouldn't even not. go for a rum- Rumble's my next favourite one but they always end up disappointing me yeah definitely and I w- the idea of getting on a plane to go and see that because that's the thing like with, with, the, with the Rumble and with um, SummerSlam they put travel packages on mm-hmm. especially SummerSlam and they're always disappointing. Like it's always like a mere show. Yeah. But you've got like, but the travel package because you've got Takeover, you've got Raw and SmackDown, you've got, you know, at that time you had Raw and SmackDown Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Whereas obviously now SmackDown's on the Friday. Um, they're always expensive. Like the the, the travel package is was the same for SummerSlam as it was for WrestleMania. Really, there was only a couple of couple of hundred dollars in it, and you're like, well, why don't you just wait and just do the WrestleMania one, just pay an extra hundred quid and you go in WrestleMania instead, because you're still paying for your flight. Because obviously, you know, like we know, flying into the hubs or flying into the popular spots in the states is dirt fucking cheap. Yeah, you know, we can fly, or, or even in Canada, like Toronto, three hundred and fifty quid. You know, to go yeah. there, New York, three hundred and fifty quid, Miami, three hundred and fifty quid. Whereas if you go in somewhere like where your mum is, like Charleston, you're paying like fucking 600 quid I oh, know it's crazy each it is, I know and it's, it's like why because like, that, that's the, one of the biggest mysteries for me like you know you're flying into these places that are a little bit quieter and yet they're the more expensive ones you know everybody's flying into fucking New York it's demand and at, but at any time mm. you've got 350 quid any time to know, go to, to New York it is why crazy. would you bother going in anywhere else that's, well, the, that's the thing that's it um 
you know, anybody who's going to Charleston from the UK are going for a reason. They're not going just for a holiday. So that's why they're, they're raping those businessmen or something. I think that's one of the reasons why I always get a little bit put off the wet going to the West Coast, although I'd love to go to the West Coast. I just think that the flight will be so much... I mean, it's further for a start, but I do think it will be, like, tons more expensive because not a lot of people holiday in the UK on the west coast no. do you think LA would be expensive to fly to yeah I do because I, I would think it'd be a similar thing to New York I don't I know it's further I just don't think the demands there from the UK especially from Manchester where we'd be maybe London it might be a bit cheaper that might be a quite a it's popular a route cheaper. but you know like in Manchester <coughs> to LA I just don't think there's that many people going think about no. the amount of people going to Disney and yeah, the amount of yeah. people going to New York you know, it's and and every, that's what it's all about. It's those yeah. top holiday destinations for British people. Is I don't why think there is a, like one of them on the west coast, is there? I mean, obviously there's California Disney, but I think everybody knows the Orlando one, really. But when you're talking about like the general British public going on holiday, I'm sure they would all love to go. But they'd love to go to California. Everyone would love to go and see San Francisco and you know go to Alcatraz. But it's just not got it. It's like. You could go there and, and spend loads of money, or you could just go to Florida, yeah, which is so much closer, and it's got Disney. If Disney, the only Disney was in California, California would be a massive hub. Yeah. But, is it Anaheim that it sits in? I don't know. But, um... 349. Is it? To, to LAX. Wow. From Manchester. On the 16th of I November. I am wrong. I stand yeah. corrected. So that, so that, I mean, that's just the, um... I think because it, it must be like major cities. Yeah. It's it's dead cheap to get in there because they've got loads of flights going and they need to fill them. Yeah, that's true. Um, but the fact that it's £324, one of them was, and it's fucking 680 to go and see your mum in Charleston. Crazy. Which, it, it drives me fucking mad. I know. It, it drives me mad as well. Oh, so fucking annoying. Uh, if but, I could drive, yeah. it'd be like, we'd be going Boston and then driving down. Yeah, I've not got the guts to, to do <clears throat> Just that one highway for 12 hours, just get... We've been flying to Miami, stay close. It's Miami, really. Well, no, we, look, we looked at that. We were flying into Miami and getting the coach. It was still like 10 hours, the fucking well, If you were coach. driving... It might be quicker. But yeah. a 10-hour drive, it's like nothing. Americans do that all the time. I know, yeah. Just Probably do that up. to go to a concert and then just drive all the way back. Absolutely. Absolutely, fucking us, us like little fairies. Like mm, it's like a two-hour drive. Know, it's the yeah. late district. I don't know if I can be bothered. I know. I bet, I bet like um, Americans just think like fucking hell. What what we can go to? We'll, we'll fly into London. It takes what was it four or five hours to get to Edinburgh? It's oh yeah, like, great. Move to London. You got Scotland on your doorstep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, and to them you have it's like well, yeah. get from end to end, lands end to John O'Groats or whatever. You know you can do in. A day? Yeah. Driving? Yeah, I bet they would as well. <laughs> well why, why not? When you're used to the vast... you got to get on a plane to go yeah. anywhere, or you've got to drive for like literally 10 plus hours. Yeah, just get, get your fucking Slurpee, get your coffee, get your 7-Elevens, just stop stop every couple of hours, get yourself a little burger on your way. Hey, it's more fun way. to drive over there, though, than it is here. Oh, yeah, well, it's just it's just highways, isn't I it? It's know, just like yeah. motorways. Amazing, and those like just nothing on the road. Do you think you could do that? I don't think just a moment, I'm no. scared I'm just yeah, a bit yeah. scared because I'm on the wrong side of the road I'm on the wrong side of the car yeah. I've got no clutch although I could no drive clutch. with a stick I suppose but they don't really do that they're all automatic aren't they, Are they? and I am a fucking nightmare for using my brake as a clutch so I'm like a fucking kangaroo in the cunt <laughs> 
so I find it really hard you to put, drive. You, put your, you give yourself to but shit. She's a great driver. No, 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 I just mean in America. Like, yeah. I, I need my clutch and I need my gear stick. I'm sure you could get a stick. But, yeah. but anyway. But like if, if I got I, a stick, I'd end yeah. up with a fucking sports car. So, like, 1970s vintage sports car. Fucking Dodge, Dodge Durango or whatever. Is that, is that what they're called? I've got no idea. No I don't idea. think so. Literally, literally, I've seen, like, two episodes of Top Gear. I've, I've got no fucking clue. Austin, Austin Martin, Austin Martin. I know, I know that. That's from, British from James Bond. Yeah, but you can get them in the states. But you can get one. It's like um. Yeah, all fucking, the more reason, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Get a jag. Get with a jag a, in the states with a fucking British flag on it. Fucking hell! See them slurpees coming at you then. Christ, yeah. about a fucking Winston Churchill, just like sticker on the side. We'll fight them on the beaches. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I think like uh, right right this moment, if I was going to pick, it'd be a New Japan uh, stardom for the women as well. Uh, AEW mashup in a stadium, yeah. And I think it would sell. I, I think if you had like like a, and it doesn't have to be like I mean, we kind of said this. I think a few weeks ago, it doesn't have to be for anything. Mm-mm. Like it doesn't have to be like. You know, a double or nothing, or a full gear. It can just be a random crossover event that they just take a month to set up. And there's a big, like, access type, you know, fan thing where all the rest, where you can meet Okada if you want to. You can meet Naito. You know, you can you can do you know, all the meet and greets and that kind of shit. It's like a full a full week of of shit. New Japan can put a show on from Daly's place, then. Dynamite can be from Daily's place. Like, who cares? Just fucking, just get it done. Like, it, I think the fans would absolutely buzz off it. Well, we we've said this before. I'm pretty sure, but you're going to be talking about if anything can start up again mm. in 2021, everyone's going to be rabid to get yeah. there. You go, you're not going to be able to sell tickets fast enough. Well, New Japan are already doing stadium, uh, stadium, but like arena shows again. Mm. So, well, so us, Japan's us got infected cunts anywhere near them though, would they? Oh, Japan's got a, obviously got a hold on it. I mean, they've worn masks for as long as we've known. They so. always wear masks, and I, th- and I think that's the way we should be now. We should just always wear masks. Um, but yeah, the yeah, I, I think that's what I would go for. I'd go for Rogers Center. Uh, AW slash I mean I know they would do it in the Jags place but we can get there because it's Florida um, but yeah if it, if it was me I'd be Toronto because I love the vibe mm-hmm. I love the fucking the eateries are just amazing like even that little market was just amazing the day trips you can do you know it's like so imagine if you put if Wrestlemania was on you know you would get like a, a, you know you'd get for the top the top package you'd get a trip to Niagara Falls with the wrestlers and all that kind oh, of shit. shit. Can Christ you imagine that? Almighty, like, that'd you know. be ridiculous. And there's a lot there's a lot going on in Toronto City Centre. There's a lot going on. Well listen, here you go then. Go on then. You get a you get the top package. Get a trip to Niagara Falls. Who's going over? One WWE wrestlers going over. Going over the side. Yeah, who you? Who I'm, you, I'm kicking. Who them. you throwing over? The, who you throwing over? I see. It's tough because I wouldn't for a WrestleMania. <laughs> Imagine you were. Okay, so so I have they're to be there. They're all there. They're all there. You can throw one over. No repercussions. Everyone's no just going to applaud. No one's asked. They survive, but they're going over, and then they can't do the show. So it's fine. Oh, it's tough on that. Mm. 
I mean, it's tough for me not to think about the Miz so, flying over that. So, hey, hey, now, <laughs> come joking. on now, come I'm on joking. now. So, do, do they survive or do they die? No, no, they survive. They oh, they survive? They survive, yeah, but it, but it's like, but they, but that's a viral video that just wrecks their career forever. Okay. And they don't get hurt for, for some reason. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're fine. Mad. They're fine. Yeah, yeah, they're they're fine. fine. But they go over and that video then is, is a gift forever. In a barrel? Are they in a barrel? Uh, yeah, okay, why okay, not? Why okay. not? Okay. First one that came to mind was Lana. Um, I don't think you'd ever get that scream out of your head of her going. Over. I think I would. I would. I would. I would drink her tears. Um, <laughs> who's going over now? Who's going over? And they're off the show. Technically, they're off so the show. Yeah. They're off the show. It's the the, the shame was I mean, too much. If I was gonna do one from a show point of view, it'd be Goldberg. Because I never want to see him wrestle again. Yeah, that's a good one actually. Um, so Goldberg would go over. You know, he's 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 hurt he's, he's hurt his shoulder, but he's all right. You know, he hit a few rocks on the way down, but he's you know luckily he hit him with his head, so he's fine. Um, the uh, yeah, I think Gold. So, so to, to get somebody off the show, it'd be, go, it'd be show, Goldberg, yeah. and yeah. and you humiliate them. I hate Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Goldberg needs dropping up, dropping down think, a peg. I think you're right, actually. I don't think there's anyone else really saying that though. Like when they did that twenty four thing, and Goldberg was saying to to Braun after he won, he was like, "Oh, long time coming, buddy." But I know that that's kind of his. You know, he's kind of in his in his element there with somebody who's massive. You know, he's not going to say that to Adam Cole, is he? Um. Interesting enough, New Japan saw Adam Cole against Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, Kyle O'Reilly, there you go. There's my barrel. You throw Kyle O'Reilly? I'm joking, I just don't like I it. saw a gif. Just for that air guitaring crap, I can't, I can't cope with it, I hate it. I saw a gif of Balor doing an armbar and doing the air guitar thing. Are you joking? During that match. You watched the match, babe. Well, he's going He's going over, he's, he's in he's barrel in the drink. as well. He's, he's in, in the, the drink. fucking barrel, he's small, he can he's fit. He's in a sealed barrel, so he's gone. But it wasn't did, like I saw a gif of Balor doing an armbar and doing the doing the air guitar, like taking the piss out of O'Reilly. Right. You watched that match. I don't remember that. <laughs> I've physically seen it. It definitely happened because it was in like. No, but I was dead bored. Is that is that uh, on the NXT thing? Yeah, I was yeah. on my phone. Yeah, Balor against O'Reilly. Oh, we were watching. I, I had it on. I kept looking up every now and again. Was this still on? I was really fucking tired. I wanted to go to bed. <laughs> They're still on, and why are they both bleeding from the mouth? Oh, Weirdos. I know. Yeah, Jesus. Um, but yeah, I think that's. Would that be? Would that be? That was your choice, wasn't it, Toronto? Yeah, hundred percent. I'd definitely go back to Toronto in a heartbeat, and I would go. Obviously, Japan is Japan's such a massive like financial yeah, outlay. Yeah. It, it's like life changing money to go there. So it takes a lot of thought and planning and all that shit. However, yeah. the Toronto one, because we know it's really affordable to go, yeah. I'd do that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I really, really would, because it's just amazing. I'd go, <laughs> I'd go back to Florida. I would go back to Florida. Mm. Definitely would go back. If WWE said they were doing an Orlando WrestleMania again, would you be tempted? I don't think so. I'm not sure about that, because it is really dear. I think the only way I would do that is I'd get probably like the bronze package yeah. just to get in the building. Better WrestleMania seat. It's a shame about the seats for Raw and SmackDown. Still in the building though. But um, but yeah, I would probably, if I was going to do it, I would do the WrestleMania part of it really cheap. The only problem with it is that everything was really far away. Yeah. And it was a pain in the fucking ass to get to yeah. anywhere. Access was an Uber ride. Raw was a fucking Uber you know, it's, like it's a really expensive Uber coming back. Really yeah. expensive. How did we get there? 
We shared, we, got, an we, Uber. Shared, we shared an Uber from with um, uh, Chris Buck and and that. Yeah, it's like it, it's not convenient. It's nothing's conveniently located at all. I mean, all those things you sort out though, because you're in a hotel. It's just with, the extra expense, you know. You kind of yeah, want to. Yeah. If you're talking about somewhere like New Orleans, where you can walk everywhere, yeah. you can keep that relatively cheap. Because yeah. you know you've got to eat and drink anyway, so that's on top. Yeah. So the travel is just a, a really it's a, it's a niggle for me having to you know keep I'm putting your hand in your pocket. Yeah. And everywhere's really far away, so you can't like come out of access and be like, oh, okay, we'll have a stroll. You've got to get back in an Uber to go somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's that shit that I find it really annoying to have to keep paying for more tra- transport when yeah. I love walking. Mm. If everything's in walking distance, I'm happy to walk. I'll walk anywhere. I'm happy to hop on a train if there's a train, definitely. but there's nothing. You just and that's can't. the thing with like non-official kind of Orlando stuff. Like, you know, the, the official stuff from your hotel, you've got a bus to Disney, you've got a bus to... <laughs> Um, well, Universal was just across the road from the, the one yeah. that was in. But you've got buses that go to all those places. But when you go for a non-Disney, non-theme park reason, you are Ubering everywhere. Oh, yeah, and I hate that. It just yeah. It's just a bugbear for me. Yeah, definitely. So I'm not sure about that. I think if I went back to Florida, it would probably just be for a Disney trip. Yeah. To be honest, just because it's everything's super convenient. I don't right right in this second. I would not pay to go and watch a WWE show, even a WrestleMania, uh, yeah. even in Toronto. If it was like <clears throat> Toronto, Roger Center, you know, you got NXT, you got Raw, SmackDown, Hall of Fame in the Scotia Bank. I I would be like the 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 amount of money that that would cost does oh, not no, outweigh yeah. how much a, t- a good time you'd have. I think AEW is probably the next most realistic show, and I do think that they're going to come to the UK because yeah. we said that, didn't we? Because we were talking about like yeah. the Jericho fucking Rock and Rager at sea. Oh Christ, and God, that's expensive for what it is. Ridiculous, like it's yeah, so yeah. expensive. I'm sure it's wonderful, but I think now talking about how much we enjoy going to places and seeing wrestling, it does put me off that because the whole like part of why Toronto was great watching the UFC and why it would be great going watching wrestling is you get to explore the city, you get to have day trips out. Mm. I don't know how much I'd enjoy most of the time just being on a boat. Yeah. It's all just about eating and drinking and just sitting and being entertained. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know whether I give that much of a shit, to no, be honest about too. that. And just... you only get like a day in the Bahamas. It's not like you get like a week in the Bahamas. No, yeah. and and you're not, I don't think you, I, I just don't know. You're just, you're just there to be with wrestling fans, to have a piss up and mm-hmm. to have a, have a party. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. and that's great and everything. Yeah. It really is. But I think if I was spending the money, I'd rather spend it going to a new place or mm. a place I know I like. Yeah. And and getting a bit of extra sort of like memories about the place and Definitely. you know experiencing it properly. Yeah, yeah. That's why the WrestleMania in New York will have been great for everyone because you're in New York. Yeah, so yeah. all your day is filled with anything you like. You can, you know, you we know how long it takes to walk from one side you know, like from Times Square yeah, to, to, to Staten Island, Island Ferry. Ferry. You know, yeah. it took fucking hours to walk yeah. there. So you've got so much to do. Everything's on your doorstep. So I don't know how much I'd like to just be enclosed in a space. <coughs> yeah, definitely. I think if that, that that cruise thing was like priced at a normal cruise, mm. I think, you know, you'd be tempted. Yeah. But it's one of them as well where it's like, obviously money for people at the moment is like really tight. 
you know, luckily we've been in a situation where we can work from home. Mm -hmm. So not everybody's in that situation. There's a lot of people that have been furloughed, a lot of people that have been laid off uh, because of this. So when you, I think when you're looking at maybe, you know, taking two or three vacations or holidays a year, the rager at sea doesn't look that expensive and that bad. But when you're looking at it and you're like, right, this year we can do one big thing. Yeah. That can't be your one big thing. Nah, I don't think it's worth it. The only way it would be worth it, like you said, is if it's you've got a couple of holidays or you're just fucking rich and you're mm. like, oh, if we want to stay on for an extra week and yeah. go and do Disney or travel here, then great. But you've got yeah. like thousands of pounds to do that. Yeah, and then and more thousands of dollars that. to spend when you're there because yeah, yeah. it's, you know, it's not... It's yeah, because all the, all the wrestlers would be charging and that kind of yeah. stuff for pictures and that. Yeah, but I mean... So yeah, would you say that's it then? So it's a it's a New Japan... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Stardom. Stardom. Yeah. Yes. New Japan, Stardom, AEW crossover event. Yeah, that would be ideal. And that's really. stadium. Probably the Jags stadium. But if we were being picky, it'd be Rogers Centre. <laughs> Toronto. Yeah. I, I'm, it'd be cool. I'm with that. It'd be really cool. I think it'd be cool. And, and what about that open air shit that Iron Maiden were playing at? Do you remember? Yeah, that we were that we were pricing. We were up. pricing that up as well. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you the, know, is the Budweiser stage that's called or something like that? It must be big though if Iron Maiden were playing it. Yeah. I think anything, even if it was just in the arena. Mm. But there was an access type element to it. Yeah. I think I'd be interested. Oh, me too. Do you know what? I would I would get on a plane right now. I'd pack a bag and get on a plane to Toronto right now. If yeah. money was no object. And I didn't yeah. have to work when I well, got there. Well, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, it was one of them things though. We always do it when we go somewhere. And we're like, we could see ourselves living here. Oh, no. But Tor- Toronto, Canada itself is easier to kind of move to than America. Trust me. We've looked. Yeah. My mum's <laughs> over there and she still can't vote and she's married to a, an American man. She is, in most parts, an American citizen but isn't allowed to vote. So, oh, it's, it's really, really hard. And she had to wait for ages to be approved to even live there know, and stay yeah. there. And she's married to an American man. She got her shit. Yeah. Uh, 16,000 amphitheatre. There's a capacity of about 16,000. There's 5,500 reserved seats. Uh, three thousand five hundred seats under like an open air, and then seven thousand seats on the grass bowl. So there's like um, it's a bit like Milton Keynes Bowl. Oh, okay. So there's like a grass area where just people just fucking sit wherever uh, they want. I was gonna say the uh, Old Trafford cricket ground, but that's probably yeah. Just, I mean, it's, that's got more. I mean, sixteen thousand's not. How many does enough. Old Trafford cricket ground hold? It's like fifty. For, for a gig, yeah, Fuck yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, because like Foo's in there was like 45,000. That's ridiculous. It looks like there's yeah. nobody there when you're in there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're it's all because, on the grass. Because they're all on the grass because there's so much pitch space. Jesus Christ, no it's wonder mad. Rihanna couldn't fucking sell half of it out. Not even half of it, it was a quarter. It was really embarrassing that, wasn't it? Eh, 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 where's everyone gone? <laughs> She's like, fucking, nah, nah, what's my name? Like, oh. We don't know. <laughs> We don't know, love. We just work it. <laughs> Radiohead. <laughs> oh fucking hell! But um, yeah, I mean, it's all like pie in the sky, isn't it? I think I think you can't you can't help but start to have a little daydream about going away somewhere when you're stuck in this because you can you can yeah. by all accounts with a lot of the ruling at the moment they say oh you can't mix households but you can still go on holiday. Yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's all a bit mad. So you can still get away, and they're still selling flights, even though you can't get into America, even though they let you buy a flight. Yeah. But um, 
<coughs> you know, you can't help but think to the future of like, yeah. where do you want to go? And I think now maybe people will start thinking about, oh, do I, you know, I've, I've always just gone and watched, you know, if you're from Manchester, I've always mm. just been in Manchester or maybe yeah. I've gone to London once, but there might be more people going, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go yeah, abroad. Yeah. I'm going to go abroad. I'm going to go and watch. I'm going to go and watch New. I'm going to go to fucking Japan. Fuck it. I'm yeah, going to save up all my money. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere and the pubs are closed. Well, if you were just doing that, because the thing that makes it expensive is tagging Disney on, is tagging yeah. Kyoto on. If you just wanted to go for five days, because the flight's 16 hours, mm-hmm. like in total, it's not, you know, it's like a, a three hour flight to France. I think the one we looked at when yeah. it wasn't even that expensive, it was like 500 quid. You're like, mm. what? Um, return. So if you wanted to just go for the, for Wrestle Kingdom, you just wanted to go for a week and just do Wrestle Kingdom and then have like five days of that wouldn't be that much it would be a thousand for the flights ish then maybe another thousand on top of that for the hotel and then maybe five hundred for food and travel Mm. because you buy your train ticket beforehand yeah and then maybe a couple of hundred quid for a decent seat you know it's it's not it's free grand it's like everything every trip every trip you price up when it's not got shit loads of stuff in it mm. is about three grand yeah you know when you want to do an event and you want to do it properly and you're not like living in a fucking you know one of the one of those drawers <laughs> we're looking at those japan hotels oh, yeah, right? it's yeah. like a drawer like a morgue yeah yeah that's great me, me and you crammed in one of them be fun for the people underneath get some noise cancelling headphones with me <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just like too respectful they just won't say anything oh bless them no we wouldn't do that we're too nice yeah, too um, nice. but yeah if you wanted to so say if people just wanted to go for Wrestle Kingdom it's an affordable thing and I'm sure like the the, the, tra- the Wrestle Travel package mm. is affordable I bet it's not like I bet you can do it like where you're paying it off over 12 months and you wonder I wonder if they've got anything oh god here we go and Google things yeah I have been thinking though about traveling i would really really love to i just want all this shit to be over like everybody else it's like yeah and it's like the unknowns around it are like can't you can't even plan anything you can't even think about this shit because we don't even know what we're doing as a country or a city even to to be able to think about when things are going to get back to normal we're so far from it Mm. we'll see okay now so it says um Wrestle travel double or nothing uh, from the 20, 27th of May to the 1st of June 2021, Las Vegas. Yeah. 2,299. Is that. What's that for, though? What'd you get with that? I don't know. I'm not clicking into it. Here we go. Wrestle Kingdom package details January the 1st to January the 9th, 2021. Mm. How the fuck? Huge success was the 20. God, that's pretty cool. They've all got like wrestle travel t-shirts. Uh, so you get flights with that. Fucking hell! So flights, Tokyo Hotel, Wrestle Kingdom fifteen tickets, round trip airport tra- transfers, at all protected. What's the price? First of it's not told me yet. Yeah. Um, so it's first of Jan twenty twenty one. How they can't be doing that? We can't be allowed to travel in January to to Japan. 
Um, this the time has arrived for you to just so first of January you're jetting off. Fuck me, first of January, like fuck Boxing Day, (laughs) fuck New Year's Day. We're going we're going Japan the day after. Land in Tokyo and hop on your transfer to your hotel and meet the Wrestle Travel crew. Uh, Fourth, celebrate at Wrestle Kingdom 15 at the Tokyo Dome. Ninth, fly back to your preferred airport. Right. Secure your place for three nine nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck now. Let's see how much it is. I think if this is under three grand, it's so. There's no way we'd be able to go as a as a travelling country. I just don't think that's going to happen. So it would, for both of us, it would be five thousand one hundred and ninety-eight pound. That's so much money. That's a lot of money for such a few days. Or the wrestle, wrestling travel odds or lane Salford. That's, <laughs> where the, that's where the base. That's, that's literally where we are. Um, yeah, that's so much money for so few days there. It's eight days. Mm. Well, it just shows we need about ten grand for Disney. I know, shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to Tokyo without going to the fucking Disneyland. I sat well, watched well, there's day, fucking there's days. an hours worth of Disneyland videos in Tokyo. The, you can get the train there, and I bet I bet you can get like two day passes and they're cheaper than like a week pass. Yeah, maybe. We could do that. I think I'd need about three days. We need six grand. I think Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom 16, maybe. Maybe, so we'll have a look. <laughs> 2022, we're there. See, see you in 2022, New Japan <laughs> slash Disney. Fucking <laughs> hungry, mate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need to call it a day. Oh, have I got any burgers left? I don't think I have. I'm literally just talk- I literally just thought me and you were just talking. Though. I know, yeah. It I always can, happens. I, I know. We've, we've after, pro- after a few we're drinks. Still, and- we're still recording the podcast. I bet there's no one listening. Ah, they, they love it. They love there's it. There's nobody listening. Anyway, should we call it there? Let's call it. Yeah. Calling it. Well, thanks very much for listening. Who is still listening? Uh, we really appreciate you. Get your tweets in as always. If you see anything cool in wrestling, anything that's kind of keeping the faith, if you're a bit dejected with WWE or dejected with anything, because a lot of people are not happy with AEW at the moment, uh, and you see anything cool, or even if you just want to have a rant, let us know. Uh, and until next time... Be more Jericho. Oh, but not salty, though. Not salty Chill Jericho. out. Be, be like nice Jericho. Nice Jericho. Yeah. Chill, chilled out Jericho. Chill out. Chill out. Clifford Jericho. <laughs> Oh dear, right, I'm off. Arigato. <laughs> <laughs> See ya! See ya! See ya! See ya.